One Piece. Watching the One Piece. We are. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to We Are Watching One Piece. Uh, the One Piece rewatch, watch along, first time watch podcast where me, Jory, am watching One Piece for the first time, and I'm about, I'm almost out of One Piece to watch. That's crazy. We got to get that tagline a little more succinct, though. You think we would have done it by now. The parent company spent like $12 billion on this rebrand, and this is the best they could come up with. That's true. Was it worth it? It's impossible to say. <laughs> the reports just have no clear indication of any, any difference at all. But hello. I'm Joe, by the way. We make a podcast. We do. We are watching One Piece. And we have so much to watch. <laughs> we watched a lot of it. Yeah, we've watched a lot, I mean, in general, but also even just like this month, and then also we're going to watch a lot next month, but uh, it's going great, it's going fine, a lot of people punching, they start glowing a lot in this in this section, curious to know your thoughts on the on the auras, some people hate them, <laughs> who can say if they're good or bad? Look, it's about, it, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a shonen, you gotta, ha- you gotta show that power visually somehow. Somehow, and it's gotta be big glowing auras of different colors. <laughs> and the floor's gotta turn into cubes, and just a bunch more shit. Giant beams, I don't know, what all happens in this section? A ton of fighting. Recovering <laughs> 1016, essentially recovering 1016 through 1033, or skipping two episodes about Uta, if you remember Uta. Feels like we just recorded on Film Red, which is insane. I mean, that was like eight months ago. Yeah, that's definitely just <laughs> my brain failing to comprehend the passage of time. <laughs> Probably also, I guess, maybe it's because I wa- would have been watching these episodes around that time. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Eight months ago when we recorded on Film Red. Film that we're going to talk about again on the Patreon before too long. But for now, we're skipping Uta. Sorry, Uta. I don't remember if we talked about those episodes at all when we did our movie episode, but I know we've both seen them. I think we did for like maybe five minutes. <laughs> That's longer than I thought you were going to say, or than I would have like, guessed. Because those episodes are just kind of, hey, look, Uda's here, and she made friends with Luffy. She's been here the whole time. <laughs> and then the movie extends out those scenes, basically. Yeah. But anyways, we're skipping them, talking about Luffy punching Kaido five kajillion times and spoilers he dies <laughs> and then he gets back up and then he dies and then he gets back up and then he dies but we'll get there at the end i think it's a really good uh stopping point because there are yeah uh, the the morale changes after this for now we are basically covering because last time was roof piece they just got to the roof and now we're basically gonna cover Everyone getting kicked off the roof except for Kaido. Yeah. Kaido, king of the roof. Shout out to my boy. He has to hold the objective to win the round. Yeah, he did. <laughs> the hill was contested until he knocked Luffy off. King king of the hill. Um, Hank Hill shows up and fights Kaido. <laughs> He'll tell you what. Uh, 10-16 starts with a nice reminder of how sick 10-15 was. In case you forgot. Kaido's genuinely shocked that he was hurt by that big budget-breaking punch. <laughs> Because we got the reveal of Red Rock in 10.15, which I think we see at least one more time. Yeah. There's a, there's a couple punches that Luffy doesn't actually call out, so I'm not sure if they're Red Rock or Red Hawk or what. Speaking of calling out moves, um, should we talk about the uh, live action trailer? Oh, yeah, I guess we should do that briefly. Yeah. Because uh, that just came out. Yeah, I don't like how Netflix shows look. That's my main 
review so far is that I'm like, yeah, it looks like it was made for Netflix. Yeah, and the uh, of course it's going to have Marvel style quips, which that's localization, baby. Yeah, that that little bit at least doesn't. I I worry that the, the quips like that could get into like making fun of anime as a thing. And it does not seem like it's veering into that. That's the real. That's the real danger with uh, that style of of humor. Is are you making jokes within the universe, or are you making jokes because you think you're above the source material universe? Yeah, it's it's like how much of the press leading up to like the Last of Us TV show was people involved going. So everyone knows video games are fucking stupid and a waste of time, right? Well, that's true, but that's besides the point. <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't if, if you're putting it down so much why are you adapting it they adapted the one that tried so hard to not be a video game <laughs> i i do like that there's like color in the ocean and stuff there is color it, it looks slightly better than cowboy bebop yeah there's the one shot of of buggy that i tweeted where i was like <laughs> we'll see about this which is kind of i guess really my review of the whole thing I, you know, the, so far, the one instance of stretching, I can't say I'm sold, but... There, there's that thing where supposedly that teaser is like a year old, so maybe some stuff looks better when they release a full trailer. Maybe, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if there will be another trailer. Maybe really close to dropping, because it drops in August. Oh, yeah. Which I'm sure they I, might have a couple more. Yeah, we're planning on covering it. I don't know if it's going to be main feed or Patreon or what, but... Because by then we'll be caught up and doing weekly episodes. So I don't really know what our plans will be. But regardless, it's, it's interesting because I love that they're doing outfits from like color walk and spreads and shit mixed in. But like the base normal costumes, I think, looks way too clean and unworn. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, specifically <laughs> the red vest. I'm like, this looks like the first time you wore it. Which is a thing you don't have to deal with in animation. I've never considered that. That 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 might be why, because uh, that's the like thing when it comes to live action uh, adaptations in it's, Japan. It's when people say it looks like cosplay. Yeah, a lot of that stuff, like if, like the JoJo live action stuff in Japan, just looks like cosplayers. And I I never like put it together why, and that's why because it doesn't look like they it's worn clothes. It looks like nice and pristine, which it shouldn't. Yeah, it should look like... I mean, and that's a thing about costume design that I think has been missing from a lot of modern productions that are either period or setting or something or whatever. Like, go watch, um, I don't know, a recent big uh, period epic with it that, that nobody saw was The Last Duel. But, like, <laughs> that movie's fucking covered in mud. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> but, like, that's that's the thing that I think misses from some... And some of it's a budget problem. I don't know what the Netflix... One piece budget is, but <laughs> that's the they thing. Spent that, all their money on Stranger Things. This show is lucky yeah, it's still that. getting made. Yeah, TV used to be good. The fact that Stranger Things started like a decade ago is insane. Oh yeah, it's been almost ten years. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, we're gonna watch it regardless. If it, if I don't think it's good, I'll say that. If I think it's good, I'll, I'll say as many positive things about it as I can, <laughs> as I try to do with anything that I uh, don't objectively hate. <laughs> but interested and excited. The cast seems so on board. Yeah. The, like, behind-the-scenes stuff looked like they were, like, enjoying each other's company, which is a good sign, because there's, like, times where I've watched movies with, like, a young cast, and they did not seem like they gave a shit about each other at all, and it's probably because after, when the cameras weren't rolling, they all fucked off away from each other. <laughs> yeah, I've, se I've seen that, too, with the younger casts, but, yeah, it, it was I was worried a little bit because the Zorro actor, McKinney, was absent from so many things, and I 
I know that he, like, I think it's just a more strict sort of job that he has. Like, I don't know if it's an agent thing or what, but I know that, like, there's, it was, He like, does a lot. More upside. Yeah, because he was promoting that Knights of the Zodiac movie at the same time. And stuff with his agent would make sense, actually. I know, like, talent agencies for uh, Japanese actors and stuff are pretty strict. Yeah, I, I guess the thing is, I don't know the details, but I know basically that. Now, like, the recent stuff that's come out, he's in all of it. And it seems like he's just as on board as everybody else. I'm like, okay, good. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I, I don't know. I was thinking about the cosplay thing, and I was like, how do you fix that, like... That's Sanji's whole deal, is that he's wearing a suit? <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know how you make his suit not look like cosplay, because it's just a suit. I think... I think... Uh, Zoro costume looks pretty good. Ready to that, and it's, it's kind of like with a... School uniforms and like live action adaptations and stuff, they look like they came off the rack for the first time. It's like they don't look worn in. And I think you mm-hmm. can fix that with like a suit. Like he shouldn't look like he's in a prom suit the whole time. <laughs> yeah. That's, and that's the other thing too is I'm like, will I feel that way as the episode goes on? Mm. Is he going to get dirtied up? I don't know. And it's, it's tough because when you want to add all of those layers of verisimilitude, you are spending more time and more money and it's harder to get into some of those things too when you're relying on a significant amount of special effects it just takes way more work and i don't know what they're it takes way more work and a tv schedule is so much ridiculously more complicated than just a movie schedule yeah so even when they're being produced in this weird make a whole season at a time and dump it way but anyways we'll deal with that when it comes out i guess uh but those are our initial thoughts since yeah, they came out. I did. I did think of it because of Luffy saying that he yells out his signature moves. And I love the Zoro response of like, no. <laughs> Zoro, of course, a character who has, I think, the most moves, the most yeah. number of distinct moves. But uh, I just like the performance of the, he. Not, he doesn't want to be there. Yeah, <laughs> it, it matches. Yeah. Eventually, he'll be. I don't want to be here, but I'll also die for Luffy. Yeah. That's the character. The uh, the trailer reassured the the feelings I had about the the show being announced after like the casting stuff. Like it's gonna be all right. <laughs> it'll probably be. I don't think fine. it'll be bad. Like Death Note. When I've brought up Cowboy Bebop, some people have said, "Well, if it wasn't called Cowboy Bebop, it'd probably be like a cult sci-fi show." I was like, "Maybe." Well, that's the th- the thing is that it's aping a specific aesthetic and style and just doing it poorly. The the thing that I don't, because Oda's involvement, it won't be like, did you see when one of the people behind Cowboy Bebop, they got like a screener of like an episode or something, and like 10 minutes in, they turned it off because like, oh, this, they just made their own thing using our name. I don't need to watch any more of this. This is nothing like what we made. Yeah. <laughs> there were some random shot remakes, though, in Cowboy Bebop. That's really weird. So there's, there was a lot of stuff that they were absolutely just aping. It's weird. Adaptation's weird and adapting a beloved show, let alone one that isn't animated, but especially one that is, is uh, tough and difficult. You're never going to please everybody and probably shouldn't do it at all. (laughs) But we're going to talk about it when they do anyway. I'll probably think that it's mostly fine. It's hard to fuck up One Piece and uh, the kids are good and I probably won't like how it looks. (laughs) So we'll come back in a couple months and we'll see if that's exactly how I feel. Anyways. Kaido can't believe he was hurt by Luffy's big punch. I love Kaido's arc in this section of just getting more and more excited to be fighting Luffy. It's very fun. I love yeah. Kaido's whole deal. How old's this uh, Netflix kid going to be by the time they get to Wano? That's a good point. Are they going to get? Are they going to get to Wano? Is the whole thing? Is it a failed? 
uh, venture from the start. Oh, he's only 20, so... He's young, and he looks young. Yeah. That's just... the thing is, because, uh, like, girl's playing Nami, she's 30. <laughs> she looks super young. Yeah. I guess that's not super uncommon, but... Yeah. And I know Nami is a little bit older than, like, Luffy yeah, and she's Usopp like by, like, a year or two. 20 now, I think. Like, I in one of these episodes, Usopp says he's 19. Yeah, when that happened, I was like, oh, wait, yeah, they're young. <laughs> I forget. It's crazy, cause especially because they look so much older than they did, you know, a million years ago. But, uh, yeah, no, I was just, again, thinking about that. Anyways, Kaido can't believe he's hurt. Uh, neither can Big Mom. That's weird. Kaido has a flashback to beating Luffy's ass before <laughs> sending him to Udani. He's like, what happened? What changed? Is he actually going to be, you know, a Yonko level? He, where he thinks on the level of someone like him or that he's worthy of fighting and he thinks of most of the other Yonko who doesn't think of Blackbeard. Does Kaido know who Blackbeard is? Who knows? But he thinks of like Shanks, Whitebeard, Roger, uh Rocks. Um Luffy like dodges a little bit of an attack that he can see the future of. Big Mom attacks uh with some fire, but Zoro st- stole Kinemon's fire cutting attack, which is sick. <laughs> and then we check on Sanji who kinda wants to be tied up forever. <laughs> I don't blame him. Sanji has such a fun, weird number of chores to do in this section because he never really like as far as we get to 1033, he has not been slotted into his like, this is who you're fighting. Oh, yeah. He's just running around doing errands, basically, because he gets caught by Black Maria, who very quickly is like, I know you won't fight me, so I'm going to beat the shit out of you until you call for Robin specifically. That's who I want. Spoilers. He does it. And then he just kind of like leaves and like is like what should i do i don't know <laughs> i haven't found my guy yet yeah who's my guy who am i paired up with D- do you have a guess is it obvious bon clay he's back oh shit <laughs> he's just just bon clay again yeah there are people who wondered if bon clay was uh showing up at a very specific moment in yeah. this oh no no wait i got hit here's here's what it is it's bon clay but you know how he had the swan shoes uh, this time it's a pair of shoes. It's a pair of shoes that had the swan swan fruit. There we go. Oh fuck! <laughs> so they're alive, and he can now run super fast with them, and he yeah. kicks with the swan's feet. Yeah, and he can. They can like because they can curve their necks and stuff. He can like kick forward and hit them to the side. Oh, so did this is one, a really good idea actually. Did one pair of shoes eat the fruit? How are they both swans? <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes okay great it's since it's a pair um i i feel like (laughs) this would be something would oda do something like this just so people go how the fuck does this work i mean he basically like whenever like oh this sword ate a fruit (laughs) might as well be that but for two objects that are considered a unit to do it (laughs) would be the next absurd thing and it'd be like yeah it works because the fruit looked like a pear because oh here here's the the shoelaces were tied together as like a uh, prank. Mm, he tripped and fell over it. Yep. Well, we've cracked that code. Uh, I've basically summed up all of Sanji's stuff, but I like these scenes of him. He he tries to escape and he ties up the women in the webs and unspins them like the harassing game. And then he was yeah. like, "You can never harass women." <laughs> he's he's just very excited to play that game. This was really fun. No one should ever do this. <laughs> you tell him, King. PSA to all the viewers. Mm-hmm. Well, first, Black Mirror's like, you can leave if you just beat me, if you just fight me and kick <laughs> me, and of course he won't. 
Uh, but yeah, so she's looking for Robin and Sanji's like, no, not going to give her up. Spoilers, he does. I like the uh, whoever it is that's in like Black Maria's sub crew that has the super long fucked up neck. Yeah. <laughs> it's just always out and extended. Yeah, I don't know if they're like different snake gifters or something because we don't I don't know that they are seen in the context of Otama's gifter plan, but I don't know what the fuck their deal is because I'm like, are they just actual zone users or do they just look like that? Did they just come out the womb like that? <laughs> yeah, because they're they're they kind of remind me of um, Hancock's like sisters. How yeah, something her sisters in, just look really weird. <laughs> they do look weird, but they also have the snake fruits, and then they just continue looking weird in those forms. <laughs> yeah, uh, I can't remember both their names. I remember Sandra Sonia for some reason, but I don't. Remember oh the yeah, one. that's one of them. That's all I got. Marigold. Uh, and the other one, Marigold. Yeah, sure, that sounds right. <laughs> Yeah, spoilers, Robin will show up and fight Black Maria. Back on the roof, Law is saving Luffy from an attack. I like this scene where he's like, I have something really important to talk to you about. I was going to move them downstairs anyway. <laughs> you didn't have to tell me. We're supposed to be on equal footing in an alliance. But because you said it, and I was going to do it, it's like I followed your order, which I don't, I don't like that. <laughs> and Luffy's like, who cares? And then Zoro starts bossing Law around. It's just funny because I, 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 we don't see kids do it, but the fact that everyone's like, Law, your power is just too useful to not fully take advantage of in this way. Yeah. Zoro's like, I watched Stampede. I wished I was up there being thrown around. Uh, also, Kid makes fun of them when Law and Luffy are fighting. And Big Mom shoots a big fireball and Luffy's like, all right, fine. So whoever dodges this last wins and they all just <laughs> take it to the face. Just so funny. <laughs> it's really good. Because it's like, it's also like multiple panels on the screen of like them trying to stretch their neck away from it, which yeah. is so funny to see Kid and Law doing that. <laughs> it, it's, it, the stuff is really good with like Law because up and for the most part, he's always been like more level headed and normal adult because he is. He is older than Luffy, but like mm-hmm. he's he's not a, he's not goofy. The only other times he's kind of been like this was like with uh how he was also excited to see Rizo and meet a ninja. Yeah. <laughs> so I like, love any of those glimpses into Law's fucking yeah. head. <laughs> it, it makes the it makes the like goth comparisons even funnier because it's like, oh you're you're trying really hard to be cool and and discreet he's trying very hard to be cool he's been sad and damaged since he was very small which also means he is secretly still a kid in there oh yeah that's true and i and i think yeah between the especially with the ninja stuff they should have made him a fan of uta instead of just a chaperone (laughs) like he's the one who like he says beppo's the one who wanted to go but he's the one who really wanted to go yeah he also is still a big fan. I mean, he he basically does that with Stealth Black, though. He's like, no, that you're. Oh German. yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you think? Uh, if four kids got to Trafalgar Law, what do you think his death hand tattoo would uh, say? <laughs> great question. Depth. Because <laughs> he has a submarine. Yeah, like yeah. submarine pirate. Easy yeah. done. Hire me. <laughs> yeah. Everyone. Four kids come back <laughs> specifically for this. <laughs> Nothing else going on with submarines. Yeah, no. Of note nope. to talk about. <laughs> nope, not in the news at all. <laughs> Zoro is like, hey, killer, I remember fighting you because you have a weird laugh. And then they both just, like, fight Kaido themselves. 
Killer says something about like it, if he had his blades, he would have like Zoro would be dead right now. Yeah, if he had his like spinny whatever they're called scythes on his hands. His his yeah his arm scythes that uh vary in size depending on how cool it'll look for an attack. Yeah, of course that's fine. <laughs> it's a cartoon. <laughs> but yeah, so they don't do much damage to Kaido uh, than the other three Luffy Law and Kid team up to do a a big attack together. Luffy goes gear four, Kid breaks out what I think is new, Punk Rotten, where he's like sort of wearing a big suit of shit. Yeah! Uh, Which, as you mentioned before, that the CG is much better here than we're used to seeing. (laughs) Yeah, it's crazy. Better than Stampede, anyway. Stampede looks particularly bad, but the CG here for Kid and Kaido is really good, or at least really well used. Uh, Law has a big rock, also. That's his power-up move. Is that he just has a bunch of rocks floating in the air? Couldn't think of a of, of a thing for him, I guess, but that's fine. <laughs> uh, ten seventeen starts with an extended sequence of all of them powering up in those ways, and then just flying at Kaido and hitting them. I like how self indulgent these sequences are. They're just like maybe maybe I like it more in hindsight because I know that that's not what all of the fights are. It's just these big dramatic beams flying at each other. But yeah, I do like it anyway. There, there are plenty of uh, significant moments in here, but it almost feels like, especially knowing that this ends with nobody else on the roof, it's almost like getting this out of the system. <laughs> it's like, yeah. you wanted to see this, we're going to blow through it, and then they're going to have to recuperate afterwards and have their more significant stuff a little bit later. Just crazy. How many times is Luffy going to die? Hard, hard to say. Well, he's got to get nerfed for a little bit. You know the rules. Oh, I, I know the rules. But the, you'd think that him going to Udon was the nerfing. <laughs> but no, this is the this a, a double nerf. Or you would think that maybe oh he got knocked out after using gear four. That's his nerf. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Not still more. Look, he's got to get the Zenkai boost. Like what makes Goku strong every time he almost yeah. dies. He gets he unlocks a new gear for how many number of times he's been nerfed in a fight. <laughs> so that's the secret is that he's got to get nerfed a fifth time. Uh, anyways, yeah, Kaido's excited. That's again like we get like subtle for One Piece standards characterization of kaido with just like his attitude really changing when he is like oh that actually hurt this is actually a fun fight i have a challenge now being mad that he didn't get to fight odin for real when he had the chance (laughs) but yeah so like luffy's landing hits on him and kaido's laughing that it hurts uh kid seems to do a little bit of damage law seems to do a little bit of damage yeah with the with like with kid being in a giant like mech thing and luffy being able to go (laughs) gear four law doesn't feel nearly as like (laughs) he he doesn't get to be huge and it feels almost out of place even though his moves are really cool a little bit, yeah. They are better suited to the fights that they end up actually sticking with <laughs> later. It would feel wrong for Law to not be up here. Like, it's like, oh, why doesn't he get to tag along? Yeah. But I do completely agree with you that it's like, he doesn't really have the uh, the big level ups. The, the physical presence. Yeah, in the ways that the other... He's a very technical fighter. But he's also, he's got to be here, too. He's, he's part of this, uh, the five strongest of the worst generation, I guess, if you're not counting Blackbeard. Hawkins, he's not coming to the roof. Fuck that guy. Or Apu, fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Sanji, not part of the worst generation. No roof access allowed. Uh, but yeah, so they're all arguing about who did more damage. And Luffy, of all people, is like, hey, knock it off. Now's not the time. Kaido's excited to be feeling pain and turns into a big dragon. 
And he's like, I'm going to kill all of you and your friends and your families and your crews. So there's, um, he does a big wind attack. He does like that several times. Where he just kind of shoots wind beams out of his mouth. They keep trading hits. I do like Law eventually does a gamma knife, which is whenever they do like an x-ray into inside of Kaido looks fucking crazy. <laughs> but they do that with the gamma knife. Kaido at some point says your powers are so annoying to Law. <laughs> he is right there. Claw would right. be fucking annoying to fight, especially if you were that big. Oh, yeah. He's just bouncing around, stabbing on the inside. It's like, I don't know the anatomy of dragons, but I'm sure <laughs> this is a good spot to stab you. <laughs> Killer does some sick shit. Again, kill- Killer is someone that I'm almost surprised is included in this. Like, before Wano, I never would have been like, oh, yeah, he's part of the big five. Like, I, even though he's second to Kid, who always seemed significant. Killer was never really put in front of me in a way where I was like, yeah. oh, and, and he's like his Zoro. He has to be included. Yeah. But then Wano does just enough where I'm like, I'm so glad Killer's here. He's so cool. <laughs> his name does a lot of heavy, heavy, heavy lifting and it sets up a like, he has to, he has to live up to that name Killer. And then we see his, his insane uh, pinwheel razor scythe blade moves and he truly deserves the name Killer. He does. And also he's kind of a sap, which is a thing that is <laughs> yeah. like Wano reveals. Is he is just like Zoro in the sense that he's like, I will do anything to make Kid King of the Pirates. <laughs> it's great. You get to see a little bit more of Killer, obviously, before Wano's over. But uh, I'm, I'm, again, just like, I am surprised at how much I like that Killer is here. That I never thought I would have cared probably before, I guess, Udon? Because that was when I realized, oh, I watched Killer earlier. <laughs> I saw Killer fight Law. Or not Law, uh, Zoro. Too many characters. Big Mom is doing like some lightning attacks. Luffy like kicks somebody to save. I, I think it's Kaido is going after Killer and Luffy kicks him in the head. Um, and this is where Zoro is like, hey, Law, put me up big in the sky. <laughs> he does a big old Inma swing, but he misses it. <laughs> It draws blood like it gives a scratch on Kaido's face and then like just fucking destroys the island because like the the skull of Onigashima has like two big horns on it and yeah, Zoro just, just fucking just destroys one. <laughs> and Kaido's like, hey, wait a minute. There's something very familiar about this. This sword is giving <laughs> me some bad vibes. I'm hallucinating that this guy looks like another guy who who I know is dead. I watched him die in front of me. He's always hallucinating <laughs> Odin. Dude's, dude's obsessed. Crazy. It took 20 years for there to be guys who could hurt him. Yeah. At least, at least to, like, showdown with him. We didn't really see, like, Ace have a showdown with him. He never. No, he never got a chance, I don't think. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't think anyone would expect him to. I don't think Shanks is going to be popping up around here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably not. No, <laughs> it is also wild that Odin is like, if I die, it'll take 20 years for someone to come here and be strong enough to fight Kaido. And then a 19 year old shows up <laughs> and is like, it's me. I'm the one who's uh gonna do it a 19 year old and his weird friends he picked up from school <laughs> yeah i'm also looking at luffy's height and i think it's funny that he gains like half an inch like three quarters of an inch in the time skip <laughs> you know luffy could just make himself taller why doesn't he do that is he stupid well <laughs> yes <laughs> 
Why doesn't um, he simply inflate himself at all times? Yeah. Why doesn't he? Why doesn't he make himself like uh like six eleven? Yeah. Nobody is taking advantage of their powers the way Ivankov is. Of just like it's fun to do whatever I want. Yeah. <laughs> we need more people doing that. It's like the uh, <laughs> it, it it it's kind of, it's a weird thing if you think too much about it because it's just turning the the like namesake and something of the show into like a joke but it's very funny that part of the conflict in dragon ball super is that frieza wants the dragon ball so he can wish himself to be just a little bit taller and then he wants to do that every year and when one of his subordinates asks why don't you just get like really tall all at once and he's like you idiot people will notice if i do it gradually they won't they won't think anything of it it's true. <laughs> it's basically an I think you should leave sketch. Yeah. And and then the other joke with it is that Bulma has been using it to just gradually make herself look younger. <laughs> Pretty funny. I see what you mean about Super being fun, like more of a comedy. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Sounds good. Maybe I should watch exclusively Super. Just That would skip be really Z. funny. That would be really funny. <laughs> uh, I don't consume media for bits. Unfortunately. <laughs> That's a, that's a wise wise way to go about it. I don't, I'm too old to do that. <laughs> Time to do that. Was at like 19, maybe. But back to the roof fight. Big Mom makes a lightning storm and it knocks everybody out except for Luffy because he's made of rubber. <laughs> Yo, how did that happen? <laughs> and we, we we get the same exact fucking thing that we got 900 episodes ago with Enel. Yeah. <laughs> just, <laughs> then, uh, yeah. So Kaido hits him with a blast breath and he just takes it and it's like why doesn't fire work on you he's like that's because of my guts <laughs> and then he just does a sick gatling like gum gum gatling into the next episode and then the next episode it's still going and it looks insane <laughs> but he's very clearly <laughs> tired uh he does knock kaido onto the ground again so much so that everyone in the castle notices it I'm like what was that noise Is that a giant dragon hitting the ceiling Luffy is going to go and hit him again, but he has hit his limit for gear four, and he just kind of uh, deflates and lays on the ground. And Kid wants to go finish it, but then Big Mom is like, eh, 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 I'm here. <laughs> Zoro picks up Luffy and just runs away. Law tries to fight Big Mom. Kid and Killer try to fight Kaido. Kaido makes a bunch of fucking tornadoes. Zoro and Luffy end up in a tornado. And then Lu- and then Kaido just eats Luffy. And that's it. <laughs> that man got bored for the last time. You think Luffy gets tired of being eaten? No. <laughs> he probably thinks it's funny. <laughs> I mean, I find it pretty funny if it happened to me that often. Yeah. At, at the third or fourth time? Come on. As long as you're fine. As long as you make it out. Imagine if this was like Skypea, though, and there was like a whole like three episodes of luffy just in there <laughs> and just like and we got to see like what it how how like dark and moist it is <laughs> inside kaido's dragon belly yeah he just wakes up and he's like where am i <laughs> and like there's a whole fight going on outside and that that's how they nerf him for 10 20 episodes oh maybe it'd be like uh what's the what's the dungeon in ocarina time where you inside the jabu jabu yeah like there's a whole dungeon inside of kaido <laughs> that'd be pretty funny how what else has he eaten that uh Luffy teams up with other other pirates that he ate in there, and it's like a repeat of Impel Down. <laughs> he actually the he actually has a Beje's fruit, and there's a whole village in there. <laughs> oh, that'd be fun. What happens if can Beje eat somebody if he turns into like Big Father or whatever it's called? 
what <laughs> hold on what what happens if like you're in that and then someone use like a, a that one giant girl who can like change her size what if she beige is like inside of his like big castle tank thing so the regular him is inside and then she goes inside him does that create some kind of like placement paradox? <laughs> uh great question i mean she's not canon but it's not like there aren't other like I'm sure there there would be other characters that could gigantify themselves mm. inside of him, uh, even though she's not canon. Also, fucking is Berindy World? No, he's not really canon either. He can make stuff super big. And now I'm just going to remember him forever because of how stupid the trading card is that he, that he has. I don't know. I think he'd die, I guess, is the real. <laughs> I think he'd I think he'd blowed up. Unlike Luffy, who s- swallowed the giant, who then turned into a giant, and he just became giant. And his clothes didn't even rip off. Why does that rubber power transfer? That's a good point. Was that the first time Luffy awakened his fruit? We we should just become, like, clickbait YouTubers. <laughs> yeah. Theory YouTubers. Fucking Luffy pogging Uber driver sucked me off. <laughs> what else happens? Oh. Zoro wants to do some more sick Inma shit. He, I don't think he doesn't in this. Uh, he's, he does like do damage to Kaido, but it does not the big one later. He able, he's able to do damage through Kaido's scales, which is a big deal. He does more, Kaido does more attacks, and I gotta dodge it. And then on the inside, we get introduction to CP0 agents who are here. Oh, yeah. I, obviously, they haven't really done anything yet. They're just hanging out. Do you, do you feel like we needed another? <laughs> organization to be represented probably not what we got to know about how the more about how the government's because they they established this before right the government's been like secretly working with the beast pirates and doflamingo (laughs) i don't remember that what's the context for that i just i'm because they they brought it up that they've been getting like supplies and shit and i feel like it was brought up before at another time that they were like maybe getting shit supplied from them i feel like i should be better remembering stuff when i watch it twice (laughs) But somehow I'm like, no, it's just a bigger mess where I retained less. But uh, that's going to be one where I rely on the Discord to uh, to remind me of, of, of what we're collectively hobbling towards. I believe you, though. Yeah, no, I mean, CP0 is definitely involved here for reasons. Uh, right now, they're just hanging out, though. They yeah. did. They, this guy, whatever. I don't know. He's wearing like a weird mask, but his mask also seems like it has a beard. It's, I don't know, whatever. Have we seen, have we seen this guy before? Yeah, we've seen these guys before. Oh, were these the three that were at Dressrosa? Yeah. Okay. Not not the, any of the ones that were in CP9 and then got yeah. upgraded, who we know are in CP0 now. This guy, whatever his name is, says that, well, this clash is probably inevitable since Doflamingo was beaten. And they're really just sitting here watching a game of Go as a metaphor for the numbers on each side of, like, <laughs> How many pirates are on each side? Yeah. And not even just pirates, because obviously there's samurai fighting with Luffy, but whatever. So they're doing that. We'll check in with them periodically to check the numbers of, like... They say how many each side started with. Of course, Luffy's was, you know, 5,400. It was, like, 35,000 in the Beast Pirates. And they've... I think both sides have lost, like, 10% or something? I don't know. We'll see various people switch sides in uh, (laughs) this section. Various people who Queen's like, I hate you. I don't value your life at all. And they're like, I don't think I want to work with this guy anymore. Yeah. 
He doesn't seem like a kind fellow. No. Seems like a bad man. Talked about this last time, how shocked it, how shocking it is. 1019. Oh, actually, I guess, well, 1018 ends with Kaido revealing that he has a beast man form, or a man beast form, whatever we call it. Um, which we don't actually see until, like, way later. <laughs> like, I think it's, like, in 1020 or something. Uh, but in the castle, we see, we're starting to get a hint of Otama's plans, and uh, basically, she comes here with speed, or uh, horse Lena, I should say. Because she wants to help, so they get a ship. She's coming here, and she's like, what if I gave every gifter the Kibi Dango? And I <laughs> added them to Luffy's side. And they're like, okay, do that. So we just get, like, uh, Speed and Gazelle Man and Daifuko just running around, loading people up. I do like <laughs> specifically, because in the last episode of our podcast, we talked about all of these awful, terrible gifters that we were introduced to. Now you're <laughs> yeah. sort of seeing why. <laughs> why they were sort of peppered in here and clearly weren't real challenges gating the straw hats in any way. Yeah. Because they're all going to be dumb little idiots in the (laughs) the Otama army, Ryza. (laughs) That's the real army to be a part of. Yeah. Assuming she succeeds. We don't see her succeed in this section. So so that's got to be a deck they have planned, right? An Otama deck where she's the leader. I've been saying that because there's so many smile cards mixed in with the Kaido stuff, but there's no real utilization for them yet. That's got to be one they have planned. Or even, not even as a leader, maybe they're, I know card games don't like to do this, so it'd be a bad idea, but some kind of like, like the change of heart card in Yu-Gi-Oh! You can use a Kibidongo and take one of their smiles. That'd be a very situational thing, so it probably wouldn't work with this game, but... If you you knew that you were going up against someone with a smile deck, which is incredibly unlikely with the meta as it is. (laughs) But I do think, yeah, like, I I think uh, Otama just animal or gifter deck would be fun right now the only otama card's red and it's for like i think digging yeah through through the red decks yeah no i've been saying that unfortunately there are no female leaders until this weekend when pre-release will give me a nami leader and there will finally (laughs) be a female leader card um and then big mom's around the corner too ivankov unsure we have a question mark gender leader yeah that's the otama stuff she's also of course with nami and usap who are helping this is where we see Usopp shoots one of the dumplings into the giraffe creature's mouth. <laughs> uh, we see Chopper doctoring. It's Apu's job to stop him. He's fucking dog shit at it. He doesn't even really try. <laughs> no. He just stands around while other people fight Hyogoro and X-Drake. <laughs> Someone turns into an Ice Oni and charges at Hyogoro. Spoilers, he will turn into one as well. Second half of this episode is so fucking great. It starts with a Frankie sequence that is so much sicker than it needs to be. Like, it's like, like <laughs> yeah. this is like his only appearance in this section we're covering, but he's fighting Sasaki and it looks so fucking cool for no good reason. <laughs> Just throwing him around through a wall. It's a, uh, it, it's a fucking uh, tokusatsu fight. It's yeah. like the, the giant Ultraman throwing around the giant turtle. <laughs> it's great. They should have made it look like rubber suits. <laughs> that would be really good. They just fucking. I want a guy in a giant like just reenact it. Yeah. Battle Frankie, General Frankie, fucking like rubber cardboard suit fighting against a giant dinosaur. That'd be fun. Uh, but yeah, so it looks great. A lot of sections in here that are just like clearly handed to one guy and are like go off king and they animate <laughs> their hearts out. But he gets like slowed down because a bunch of people are just like climbing onto his robot. But then Nami and Usopp show up and they have this army of gifters that then help him 
And they also take all of Sasaki's gifters and run <laughs> away with them. Uh, Ulti and Page One are chasing Nami. She's uh, or chasing them in general. Nami shocks Ulti, and Usopp takes by force all of Sasaki's gifter squad. <laughs> and he's like, "Bruh, what happened?" And then Frankie's like, "Who cares? You're fighting me, not them." <laughs> and uh, does a sick like sword attack. Just a just a fun ride. The second half of this episode. Uh, but we go on then to ten twenty where we see Sanji being used as a sport ball. He's just tied up and they're just kicking him around the room and then they just start kicking the shit out of him in one spot and then they crucify him. <laughs> it's been a while since we've seen him be crucified. This is uh, making a bold statement about what we need to do to men. It's true. Some crimes can't be forgiven. <laughs> a 12-foot a spider lady needs to stomp you out and then crucify you. <laughs> yeah, or at least some of us. Uh, but she's like, look, I have the, the Bao Huang phone here. I need you to use it to call for Nico Robbins' help. So yeah, we get an explanation in a couple episodes that these things are cyborgs. I think you guessed that. I think that was part of your guess last time, because I was like, what do you think Bao Huang's deal is? And they're all called the Marys. An interesting name. I don't know if there's anything else to that, but they're like little cyborgs that can all connect to each other, and Bao Huang is like one of the humanoid ones. She's like, turns into a speaker also from all of them. Speaking of Bao Hong, she's also sending around mice to f- specifically find uh, the Akazaya samurai, which have been moved somewhere in here. Marco is fighting King. Carrot and Wanda are fighting the Perispero. They get candy coated. It looks quite unpleasant. There's like the shots where it like sort of goes in their mouths, which I hate. Yeah, that's terrifying. That sucks. Hate that. That would not feel very good. No, but Carrot's able to use the Electro to like... Uh, he warm herself up, I guess, and get out of it. Freeze Wanda. We see Pedro explode again in a flashback. But then the moon goes away, starting to go away. Wanda gets basically just beaten by a candy maiden, which I think we saw in Whole Cake. I don't remember. Some, I think so. Get some Cause, new material. Because it is an Iron Maiden made of candy, and I remember seeing it before this. Mm-hmm. So it would have had to have been that, because I don't think he did it on Marco. No, he did not. It would have been tough, I think, to do that over the ocean. <laughs> if he did it that recently, even more so, dude's got to fucking get some new material. Yeah. Look, you've got one move and it works. That's me in a fighting game. Just smashing <laughs> Candy Maiden. That's uh, that's something, because I've, I've beaten the like main single-player stuff in Street Fighter Six, so I'm playing online, and I play as Ken, and I one, one like get distance between me and the person i just start throwing like fireballs and i can see them with their movements get annoyed yeah <laughs> good funny it's like that's what that's what i'm supposed to do i'm supposed to keep you away or <laughs> keep the pressure on the goal is that i'm supposed to win <laughs> yeah. no one's the rules aren't win without being annoying yeah it's it's like i saw on someone say on like the sub it was like no, it's not not that they won because they kept using throws. You lost because you didn't know how to get out of them keep repeatedly doing throws. Yeah. It's like uh, when I play with the, the blue decks in the card game, and it's like, yeah, it's fucking annoying that they just keep putting my cards back in there. But <laughs> it's, it's annoying, but it's not like against the rules. Yeah. Bao Huang found the samurai. They're alive in there somewhere, and someone's helping them. We don't see in this who it is. Probably hair coming down across their face, like long hair. But when that manga panel come out, a lot of people thought it was fucking NL. <laughs> oh, cool. There were people who genuinely were like, what if it's an L? <laughs> and I 
was like, there's another guy with long ears here. <laughs> it would yeah. more likely be him. Yeah. What I wanted so badly for it, it wouldn't make any sense for Anel to be like, my, <laughs> my, I'm coming back by helping these samurai. <laughs> I'm helping out my old, no, that's what be, my old buddy, um, I, he got his memory back. He actually lost his memory mm. and he was part of the Rocks crew. Oh, yeah. It's so fun. It's kind of funny that Anel really doesn't have any significant backstory that ties in with the big world like so many of these losers do yeah <laughs> it's one of the things that it's kind he of predates like it. he predates the big the big lore kind of like how it becomes increasingly funnier that zoro's backstory is just a girl died yeah <laughs> like without any attachment to anything else we haven't gotten any like oh she was actually related to this person like the closest is like yeah some of the swords just we're from Wano, but it also makes sense that that's where all the special swords originated from yeah. at one point. He did, Oda did put in specifically SBS, like Zoro's family tree. Like, he is related to people from Wano. They just have, like, he was like, I didn't really have room for it in the story, so I'm just telling you. <laughs> it's, it's like, it doesn't really matter, but you all clearly want to know. <laughs> it's like, at some point, his descendants did come from there. Yeah, and it's basically as much as I care. I'm like, I don't need it to be some big reveal. It's funnier that there's not one. This is the perfect way to reveal Zoro's lineage. Do you think what he lo- if he looked at his family tree, he'd get lost following it and end up in like someone else's? Yeah, he would be trying to figure out who his granddad is, and he would be in the he would just end up in the wrong show related to somebody else. He'd somehow be like Naruto's son. <laughs> yeah, we don't know who's helping them yet. Someone does though. And we see Chopper is uh, making progress, almost done with the cure. And Hiogora's like, ah, shit, I've been infected. And it, he explains this later that the virus like, is like pulling all of his like, life force out of him. So he just gets big again. How do you feel about big Hiogoro? Because it's dumb as hell. Um, I, th- I, kind- I kind of get it in the way that they explained the ice... Oni stuff working, but it just seemed like they wanted to. Because I'm once everything's like cured and stuff, I'm sure he's still gonna be big. <laughs> like, <laughs> when no, we, we see him, we pop see up him like, small again after he's cured in oh, this section. Oh wait, yeah, never mind. I miss. I don't know why I blinked on that. Yeah, it just seemed like a wait so that we could like see him get, at his prime. Yeah, it's kind of wait so because everyone's like, "You old man, we're gonna kick your ass," and then he shows that he's still got it. You little old guy. <laughs> but no, he does get fucking yoked temporarily. <laughs> Someone's like, uh, he he used the the power boost of turning into an ice demon to his advantage. Cause he does just go sicko mode. He like takes out every ninja from the ninja squad. <laughs> like single handedly. I'm sure they have names. I don't know. The Mega Man bosses. Oh yeah. But again, cause they're cause they're like <laughs> under Apu here, and Apu doesn't do anything. <laughs> X Drake helps a little bit. Uh, but yeah, spoilers, he does get cured, even though there's they really drag out some suspense that he's not gonna make it. Uh so Black Maria puts on iron knuckles and just starts fucking wailing on Sanji. <laughs> this is so cool. It's very cool. <laughs> and she's like, I'm gonna do this until you call for Robin. And he's still not doing it. And all the other like underling women under Black Black Maria are like. Oh, I love his dedication. He's so determined to protect her. And then he's like, I just have one final... Let me say one thing. They're like, oh, he's going to say screw off. 
And then he yells for Robin to help him through the speakerphone. And he like begs her to come and save him. <laughs> and everyone in the castle hears it and laughs, which I, I love that. I love that everyone laughs at him specifically. It is really, really funny. Yeah. It is funny. You you expect it like you'd expect him to hold out and everything, but I I, I do think that it also makes sense. He's like, yeah, I'm not gonna fight a woman, so I need her to come and like she someone needs to beat her. So <laughs> yeah, he's like, straight up, I'm not gonna win this fight fundamentally. But also, it's just like a and like this. They basically they directly say this because Robin shows up and says it. The inversion of like I have to save and protect Robin to like. She's strong. She can take care of herself. I'm going to count on her to save me. Yeah. <laughs> um, is, a, is a nice thing. And Robin like directly says that. She's like happy to be relied on in this way. Yeah. Uh, and Ro- basically the episode ends with Robin arriving here, making a giant arm to knock Black Maria down. So at 1021, she's like, I used to be in an evil organization. So sometimes I just have a devilish side that comes out. <laughs> I like that. Brooke's also here. He freezes the webs to save Sanji and Sanji's like, all right, bye. And like slips on the ice <laughs> and slides across the room. Um, yeah. Cause black Mirror is like, why are you protecting him? If he sold you out and Robin's like, no, he's like relying on me and it makes me happy. So, uh, Bao Huang, the rat finds Yamato and Momonosuke and Yamato like knocks it out and explains that they're cyborgs. <laughs> they're being like attacked by pirates. And they're like, here's an idea. I'm going to stuff Momonosuke in my shirt and we're going to just fight our way through all these pirates. And Momonosuke is like, I don't understand why I'm enjoying this so much. <laughs> this weird guy. You keep saying he's my dad. I mean, they, they really just fight for a while. Uh, Wanda's knocked out for real. Carrot fights Pedro, but then the clouds cover the moon. So she's also done. Sanji is like, I don't, Sanji, so now Sanji's free. And he's like, I don't know where I should go. <laughs> Who needs my help? I don't have a guy to fight yet. Should I go find one? <laughs> yeah. Are there, are there people who I can help? Is there like a guy just standing on waiting for me? Yeah. What's Jimbei need? <laughs> what's, what's Jimbei doing? Is there like any, any Topi Ropo not accounted for? <laughs> but he just like runs off basically in a random direction. And I love what he ends up doing <laughs> in about 10 episodes. So yeah, Parasparo is clearly winning against Carrot. We see Pedro explode again. Also, apparently Parasparo is like a mink racist. I don't remember what he says, but he says something. He's like, go eat grass or something <laughs> to Carrot. is like, shouldn't you be grazing in a field? It's very strange. And back on the roof, we do now finally see Kaido's uh, manned beast form, which I think was in the opening anyway. But And also, I can't imagine you somehow didn't see it online. Like, are you in any way, like, surprised or like, oh, cool, new form? I feel like I've seen this before. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Somewhere. And it's also like he, I, I know this is a thing that uh, zone users can do. Fucking he has two dinosaurs on his crew who have done this in <laughs> recently. Yeah, but yeah, it's just been, um, I guess it's been this long and we still haven't seen Kaido do it. And now we do and they make a big deal out of it. And I was like, okay, yeah, he looks like himself. He looks like Kaido, but dragon. What else happens? So Luffy takes a nap. (laughs) Killer's like, how can he nap at a time like this? This is so funny. You guys are so weird. So Killer tries to attack, but can't get through Kaido's like thick ass skin. Seems to be stronger in man beast form. 
downstairs, we see Jack is uh, running around looking for the samurai. Spoilers, he finds them. And Black Maria is taking her clothes off and to, to fight Robin and Brooke. She she reveals a sick Yakuza back tattoo. <laughs> Very cool. It just says, it's actually just text, I think, because it translates to woman trouble. Funny. <laughs> yeah, the mine said like girl trouble. Uh, but yeah, so she's just naked now. And I don't remember if, because this is the last time we see her, and spoilers, when we see the rest of their fight, she's wearing like skin colored, ba- like bandage wraps basically around her chest. I don't, I think that might be an anime change. And like, I think the manga might have just specifically <laughs> framed panels to keep her naked. I don't know because I haven't read Wano really. <laughs> but if someone wants to check me on that. I've always just immediately assumed that when you see her strip for this fight and then the next time you see her fight, she's not naked. <laughs> she see, she's really weird. I would buy it. And I think she's a really fun match for Robin, who's also super weird. <laughs> and Brooke, who's here, just like having a great time. He's not complaining. Yeah. I don't think, how, how would Spider wear panties <laughs> if he were to ask to see them? That's a good point. And considering her occupation, is she wearing any? Oh, great point. They should have had Brooke ask. I don't know. I don't remember if he does. It's, <laughs> I've seen all of these episodes twice now, and they're too long. So now we're into 1022. I am. This is when you really start to see one of my favorite things about Wano, which is just that, like, so many of the fights connect and affect each other in a way that, particularly, I think of Inya's Lobby having this happen. There's probably other arcs that are good examples, too. Um, Dress Rosa is, is a particularly bad arc at this um, because you're really just sitting around waiting for things to, to happen so then the next thing can happen. As opposed to these utilizing shared spaces where, like, different people swapping in the same room or being pushed into other rooms. Nami running past Frankie, for example. But anyways, 1022 starts with Chopper seeming like he might lose his fight against the virus. But what happened if Chopper just fucking died? That'd be, that'd be really scary. That'd be a, that'd be a crazy twist in a while. <laughs> Chopper, this 16-year-old boy at the Straw Hats, dead. That's something that I, I've, I've thought about too. Is like, just what, what if, what if just one of them died? Like, what if I can't imagine that routine that happens died. in JoJo? Like, friend that we've made along the way just dies. Yeah, but JoJo, like, when a part of JoJo starts, you know it's not going to last forever. That's true. Yeah. That's and sure, part eight was long as hell, and <laughs> I'm sure seven was before that. I don't know. Part eight was running when I first learned JoJo existed, and yeah. it only recently ended. Or at least recently, probably like a year ago now, I don't know. But it's not as shocking when the shows or or the manga are that sort of segmented. Yeah. Those stakes have always kind of been that way. Even in Phantom Blood, a lot of people fucking die that are ostensibly main characters. Some of them continue to do attacks as they're dying with their corpses in Phantom Blood. Yeah. (laughs) I can't imagine a straw hat dying. Like, even, like, Ace is maybe shocking. But is ancillary enough that I buy it? I I don't know. I feel like the Straw Hats have 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 too much plot armor at this point. And I mean, if one of them dies, they can't be in the party. Oda's exact words. Yeah, he doesn't like to kill people off because then you don't want to end the arc with a party. So he did it once. He was like, "All right, Marineford, <laughs> no party." But the rest of the time, well, obviously Sabo's dead off screen. But um, I can't think of any other like significant characters that I would genuinely think is a possibility. I mean, I guess maybe Vivi. Like, she's really significant and important to the Straw Hats, but 
I could see that being a character death that does propel the story forward and isn't like unthinkable. Like a Straw Hat, unthinkable. Straw Hat fleet members, maybe not. Or whatever VV is to them at this point. <laughs> I mean, she's a Straw Hat, I guess, but you know. Thinking out loud, Apu needs to get that antibody back, but he's just not fucking doing anything. <laughs> and Hyogoro and X Drake wouldn't let him anyway. Um, also, Hyogoro's like, Y'all gotta kill me before I turn all the way to an Izoni, by the way. That's your responsibility. Yeah, he, he'll do as much damage as he can, and then you gotta take him out. They get pretty damn close, too. Um, he thinks about, he's like, I should've, you know, sometimes I wish I fought alongside Odin back then when they raided Onigashima or whatever. Uh, if that's what, I think that's where it was then. But he's also happy now that he was able to meet and train Luffy. It's interesting how much stock Hiogoro has put on Luffy and how touched he is by this relationship. Because he's not that big a part of the arc. Yeah. He's like, obviously significant for Luffy's time in Udon, but even like Act 2 has so many other things going on. He's not like, sure, he's Yoda-esque, but Yoda is like the third fucking lead of Empire Strikes Back. He is a, like, so much of that movie is yeah. like him truly mentoring Luke. Hiogoro, not around that much. Significant when he is. And he's a funny little guy, but uh, it's just it's just interesting to have him be like, man, Luffy is such a big deal to me already. <laughs> I'm like, damn, that's fast. I know we're like chucking and binging through these episodes for the podcast, but still. Uh, but anyways, back upstairs on the roof, Kaido does some big win, Big Mom does some lightning, Law's dodging them all, and Luffy's like, all right, nap done, I'm up, I'm ready to go. We'll see him do a little bit more later. Uh, go back to Hyogora fighting off ninjas. Uh, Queen... A is going to try and fight himself, but Marco blocks him. Then King shows up. Marco's kind of trying to deal with both of them at the same time. It doesn't really work, but there is one really funny scene where Queen, like, goes back into being a normal guy and, like, is walking down the hallway to Marco and is like, I'm going to take you out for real. And Marco just fucking clocks him and launches him <laughs> across the whole fucking building. Shouldn't have gotten smaller. Should have stayed big. <laughs> Pair of Pair is going to come inside having defeated the Minx. Chopper is about to die, but the cure is basically done. He's like, I have no choice but to test it on myself. Spoilers, it works in the next episode. Uh, and yeah, so a lot of, a lot of Isoni are like out of time, and uh, that includes Hiogoro, who's like, please kill me. I'm begging you to kill me. You have to before I go and kill all of you guys. Yeah, because you know I'm way too fucking strong. And that suspense basically hangs out until halfway through the next episode. Now that you, I don't know, did you think, I mean, when they're cutting it so close, like that Chopper is testing the cure now, I feel like there's no way Hyogoro dies right before he gets the cure. No. But before that, like, was there ever a point of view where you thought maybe Hyogoro might, might kick it? Not for him, no. I think okay. he's gotta, he's gotta tell Luffy he's proud of him. That's true. Luffy's gotta give the hat back to him. <laughs> gotta give him the, the sick Yakuza tattoo back That would be sick What if Luffy got a big Yakuza tattoo You know he missed opportunity It seems like something he'd be really into And everyone's telling him no you, <laughs> Like Nami telling him No you're not gonna get something that permanent Yeah <laughs> You'll get bored with it You want a giant traditional style gorilla on your back And then a week later you'll be bored of it you won't be into I, it anymore i want to know who would be smart enough to be like luffy it won't look good when you stretch <laughs> is it robin 
Is it Frankie who's like, look, yeah, I made my arms bigger and my tattoos are just like busted. <laughs> that's the thing is like a couple of Star Hats do have tattoos. That's true. Yeah. I think Zoro probably has a tramp stamp. We just haven't seen it. <laughs> it's it's uh, two, two like swords clashing right there. Yeah. <laughs> do you think Brooke had tattoos? Oh, definitely. He was a musician. Yeah, but he played violin and piano. <laughs> now hey. he plays. Now he's a rock star, but he wasn't then. Maybe maybe uh, classical musicians are the real punk rockers in the One Piece world. Maybe that's true. On we the grand line, we can't forget that this is a fantasy cartoon world. <laughs> Anything's possible. Uh, so yeah, Chopper's cure works. I kind of like the effect of the ice like cracking off of him. Yeah. Oh, also we skipped a recap about Odin told by Yamato and Momonosuke. <laughs> I'm sure it's great. I guess I, I know Wano is uh, very, very long, but did was were there a lot of recaps like this in, like, Dressrosa? Oh, Dressrosa? No, I don't think so. No, Wano, there's a ton of these, and I think it is just, <laughs> it's, like... It's gotta be a stalling to, tactic, to, right? <laughs> to pad out how polished the episodes are. That would make sense, yeah. I'm usually watching, like, a couple episodes at a time, like, a week or two behind. Like, I usually end up watching it, like, once, maybe twice a month. When just because I get kind of tired when I watch have, have to watch like thirty episodes for the show for the podcast, yeah. So I'm not always like super caught up, uh, and I'm pretty close right now, and it's we're gonna be caught up in like a month anyway. I ask the thing is I'm like, cool, I get to take a week off. Like that's one less episode I have to watch. Like I'm not rushing for the next thing to happen. Yeah. Um, maybe that's partly because. I want it to time up well with our podcast <laughs> that I'm like even more like good, 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 later, later. I want the big thing to happen a little bit later. I, I'm assuming it's to sort of stall out the more polished episodes, which yeah, Dressrosa had no polish in its episodes for the most part. I don't know. It's not all bad as much as we like to be mean. To Dressrosa. Uh, d- they, they played it back in this segment, but dope Flamingo getting blasted was sick. So, yeah, that's the thing is I'm like, <laughs> the really big moments are, are pretty well done at Dressrosa. They're just dragged out so fucking long. And the recaps are like eight minutes of the episode, <laughs> yeah. which is like the worst stalling tactic. I would rather have better episodes less frequently. Yeah, so the Yakuza boss doesn't want to kill Hyogoro. Um, there's another infected boss that's like losing. And we get this scene where the Animal Kingdom parts are like, hey, queen. Why are you infecting us too? And he's like, because you're, I hate you and you're useless. <laughs> I do not care about you. Who care? <laughs> you didn't do, you didn't like win the fights. So now you're just yeah. fodder for my dumb little game. I don't know what made you think we were on equal terms. Yeah, we're not... like, are, are we the baddies? Like, <laughs> did we side with the wrong people? This Luffy guy seems much cooler. Yeah. He's made of rubber. <laughs> how did that happen? I can't wait to find out how that happened. <laughs> Yo ho ho, we took a bite of something. <laughs> oh, hold on. What if what if there's smile fruits, but for like non-zone things? Like Bruh. <laughs> it was a smile fruit, but it's like the gum gum fruit, but only like your arm one arm stretches. <laughs> and you have no control. It's just like dragging behind you. <laughs> yeah. Or it's like the chop chop fruit, but the only thing that detaches is like your pinky. <laughs> Look, there'd be you'd find a way to utilize that. <laughs> that pinky would be doing everything. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. That'd be fucked up. I guess you'd have to. I don't know. Vegapunk. What can he make? 
We know that he made like one success. Well, he he calls Momonosuke's fruit a failure. I'm honestly curious to have you speculate why it's a failure because clearly Momonosuke is a dragon. Um, he's pink. That's why. <laughs> yep. No, correct. Uh, you got it in one try. And I don't know that he ever. And obviously, all the smiles are like you know not ideal. I don't know that uh he can make other fruits. I don't. I don't. I don't know that we know. Period. At this. Yeah, point. that's a good point. Because I feel like if you could make paramecias, all bets are off, man. Like you got two people with how many love fruits can you make, and then just make like everybody fucking invincible or whatever that what is it the like immortal surgery or whatever it is that thing can do oh yeah (laughs) which is definitely gonna come up at some point it's gotta i don't know lost fruit is like fucked up and important and we there's i don't really know why blackbeard's gonna gotta know about that right probably there are a lot of people making really fun scary speculations about why lost fruit is such a big deal but uh (laughs) because specifically based on like Doflamingo wanted it because of knowing about the big hat. Like, those two things are apparently connected. <laughs> I don't know. Fucked up and scary. But, I don't know. People people are, are speculating about it. Anyways, Choppers stops Hyogora from dying and gives them the cure. Hyogora goes back to being a little guy. That's great. The mink nurses, like, load up a cannon that shoots the Chopper cure into, like, a big cloud. And it makes a little cute face. A little mushroom cloud with Chopper's face on it. I, I like that it's <laughs> Chopper's like, well, I just made a virus that counteracts the other virus. Yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> I made a good one. But it's the only way to spread it fast enough. Is to just make it fucking airborne. Yeah. <laughs> Which is great. He's vaping the vaccine. I've been saying that we should be vaping the vaccine. <laughs> uh, so everyone's very thankful for Raccoon-san. And they're continuously thanking him, like, oh, the raccoon saved us. We're all grateful for the raccoon. <laughs> Chopper, like, goes monster point and then, like, smacks Queen. <laughs> but also is, like, like everyone is, like, crying and thanking him. And he's like, I'm not a raccoon, by the way. And, like, everyone <laughs> unanimously apologizes. <laughs> Which is so funny. I, I, I love that whole sequence. Because you're, like, kind of waiting for it after you hear raccoon eight times in a row. Yeah. Uh, just a great punchline there. Uh, so also then the episode ends with one last thing. Kinemon wakes up. Who tended to their wounds? I don't know. Not a right now problem. But Odin's here. Yeah, holy shit, it's Odin. Odin's here. He's alive and he's fine. What was your immediate thought? Because this is a cliffhanger and it was a weird cliffhanger in the manga as well. Let's, this I mentioned a minute ago. This is when people are like, is Bonclade's back here? Why would he have touched Odin? What the fuck is going on? Uh, I was just thinking... Oh, they're like hallucinating because they're dying and in pain. <laughs> that's that's a good read too. <laughs> I didn't think it was. <laughs> and then one once it like <laughs> once everyone was acknowledging it and like there's more stuff going on. It's like, uh, maybe it's a drawing. <laughs> okay, so you did pr- pretty quickly go to Kanjuro is the problem here. Yeah, because I say they didn't. We didn't because this is One Piece. He did, he did not definitively die. <laughs> He was shot by a gun, which is pretty definitive in One Piece, I would say. And then his corpse buried alive. You saw him do the big smile, which means he has the will of D, I guess. Uh, O-D in Kazuki. That's not even, it wouldn't be in that order. It'd be Kazuki O-D-N. Yeah, it's a fucking Kanjiro drawing, but it was a, it was a really weird week. I, I remember, like, people were wild. In between chapters for Wano. And they're still wild in between chapters. 
But I feel like it's, I, I almost see it less now. Every chapter right now, something insane and weird happens. <laughs> and, but they're, and like, there's cliffhangers, but like the cliffhangers don't really leave people being like, what could this possibly mean for the next chapter? We just kind of all know the next chapter is going to be bug nuts too. <laughs> it's a different vibe, but it's exciting. I'm I'm excited to see the, you know, the anime get there and maybe by the end of this year. Oh, that'd be fun. Based, based, based on the big thing we're waiting on being pretty close to the end of Wano. I don't know. We'll see. They, they they can only have so many budget-destroying punches left before they got to do it like the last episode of Evangelion. <laughs> I would love that, though. That'd be so sick. <laughs> that would be great. Honestly, I think, uh, I don't know, the big, I'm really excited to see how the, they visually adapt the big thing that we're all waiting for. And I won't say anything else, but I'm excited about it. Uh, so yeah, so Odin's here. Uh, we'll see a little bit more of that in 1024. Uh, let's see, we see... Bao Huang still tracking Yamato. Uh, Shinobu, they they fight off some people, and Shinobu's like, if I was younger, I would be falling for you right now. Which I love that exchange between <laughs> Shinobu and Yamato. Yeah. Uh, Momonosuke is really down in the fucking dumps, though. He wish he could do anything to help. He gets too stressed and turns into a dragon. I joke, uh, in my notes, I wrote a joke. Would you like to hear it? Great. Uh, I wrote, put finally an animated realistic depiction of a panic attack. <laughs> and y- Yamato's like, Oh, you look just like my dad. Fucked up and weird. <laughs> and we cut to CP0 spelling it out for us that like, yeah, one time Kaido was captured and uh, they made a fruit from his DNA, but Vegapunk thought it was a failure and it said a punk hazard. Why was it a failure? Great question. It's wrong color. <laughs> Vegapunk, funny guy. So, yeah, so the samurai see Odin. We'll, we'll go back to that scene. Uh, we get a bunch of memory flashbacks and he's like, Toki sent me here. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> bad sign right away people are pretty quick to be like you're real and this is great up until he says toki must be so happy to know that i'm alive and ashura and raizo like remember toki's last words and they're like no no <laughs> and specifically the the line is uh like about how she can send them into the future but you can't go back into the past and they're like no he's dead we know he's dead shot by a gun that's pretty final for One Piece. <laughs> it's bullets and Akainu. <laughs> yeah. And and whatever um whatever Blackbeard's got going on. Yeah, but fucking who knows. Is he going to get that third fruit? People <laughs> speculate. Um but yeah, so Ashura like sort of leads the charge and pushes him back and uh is stabbed. But yeah, his attack on his face doesn't draw blood. You can tell it's a drawing pretty quickly. Kiku apologizes for not killing him and Ashura's like look you were friends obviously it would be hard you found out like what this morning that he was evil the whole time yeah after years of friendship uh, so Kenjiro is elsewhere going after Momonosuke uh, Momonosuke speaking of turns back into baby mode Yamano's like I wonder how similar it is to my dad's fruit and Momonosuke's like I wish I could be that big I wish I was an adult and I could turn into a big monster and help and fight and help everybody, but I can't do shit. Um, also because he can, uh, he has like some fucking link to Luffy, I guess. And is like, he's getting weaker. And everyone's like, how do you know that? Do you, uh, do you understand this thing that he has going on or no? Uh, not really. The shortest thing is just to be like, Hey, do you remember when they could both hear like, Oh yeah, that makes sense. The like, 
ancient voice thing. Yeah, uh, whatever that is, um, Momonosuke is able to sort of pick up on on Luffy's innate vibes. <laughs> um, and he just continues, you know, he, he gives another update later. But uh, yeah, so Kaido and Big Mom are just kicking everybody's ass upstairs. They are like, we really need to separate them. And Luffy says, don't worry, guys, we have the upper hand. Famous last words, like within 10 <laughs> episodes, he's drowning to death. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, the Akazaya, the next episode is 1025. Uh, the Akazaya are conflicted about fighting Odin, but also they got to save Momonosuke. Od- this fake Odin is like, by the way, I've seen this flashback about this guy Pedro like 20 times, and I decided, great idea, I'm going to blow myself up too. <laughs> so he has like dynamite strapped to his chest. Ashura tackles him, like out of the room, saves everybody. Dude seems dead. Kinemon's fucking so mad about this. How can Kanjiro keep Getting away with it. Speak, who is Kanjiro, of course, who is ready to die. Yeah. He just wants to dry, die after the Kazuki clan is like super no more. He wants to, to see that through to the end, that, that thread go through. And then he's like, yeah. okay, I'm good. And I, then my he, role has been completed. Yeah. And that's, you know, I guess he's going to hang on until then. Bummer. Uh, speaking of people who were not dead, Orochi's back and he's just setting everything on fire. Yeah. Orochi, a guy that you never really thought was dead, I don't think. No, nope. That one, I was like, I, I know he has multiple heads. You can't trick me. That's his whole fucking deal. <laughs> uh, so the Akazaya 9 happened to run into Jack when running around. Uh, uh, also, like, periodically, I think more of them split up, and I don't think we see it, because um, you'll randomly see, like, Cat Viper on his own. They run into Jack. Dogstorm's like, I got this. Run ahead. We go back to the performance floor. Chopper knocked Queen down, but I don't know. I think Queen might be a little too strong for Chopper. He's 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 holding his own for now because he's big. Most part has has a time limit as well, though. It does. What it was what did it, it used to be? Three minutes? Is that what it was the last time? I think so. That's not very long. I don't know if take down a dinosaur with guns in its mouth. I think it actually says that on the label. Not long enough for <laughs> dinosaurs with guns in mouth. <laughs> That's everything the- else. Fine. That's one of the warnings in in the uh, the commercial for Rumble Balls. They should make um Rumble like are they called Wonder Balls? Yeah, they have they candy, candy, and, candy or something inside. inside. They should make they should make One Piece branded ones that are called Rumble Balls. <laughs> That's really smart. Kinder eggs are those the things that are banned in certain countries. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> kids, you know, American kids are really dumb, and then they just True. eat it too fast and then choke on the plastic toy. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Do they choke on stuff in the Cracker Jack boxes too? I think so. That's why they're um that's why there's like boring like stickers and stuff taped to the inside of the packaging now. Actually it's it's the uh the liberal media's fault. Yeah, it's because of wokeism. Um <laughs> I can't remember is it who tells the story or I think in my head it's about Jack Nicholson being like there used to be whistles in these things and he just stares <laughs> off into the distance. <laughs> melancholy but i don't remember who where i heard that where why for whatever reason is in my mind anyways speaking of the chopper and queen sequence and wokeism uh this scene looks so good for no reason too yeah <laughs> it's just like these aren't the big fights yet these aren't like yeah. the big moments but they're just flexing because they can I, I don't know if i can get used to monster point chopper not having the like whited out eyes it, yeah <laughs> it's spookier this way yeah it's it's this weird sort of uncanny thing because he's 
like sentient <laughs> and talking and yeah <laughs> i i've always felt that way too but um i think i don't know i guess i've gotten used to it i still obviously prefer the the, the terrifying origins of monster point yeah it's probably for the best of a character growth that he's not completely losing control over himself <laughs> yeah <laughs> it, it's interesting it, it significantly changes the story relevance of him doing it like he's turned it into a super power instead of being like this oh, scary scary dramatic thing he did a couple times and i understand that that you can't do that forever yeah uh it's really great in Enya's lobby and it's really great in saba odi i Honestly, can't, does he go Monster Point and Thrill Bark? I don't even remember. He had to have at least once, right? I would assume, <laughs> but I just, I just don't don't remember. This this is what happens when there's a thousand episodes. <laughs> yeah, I, I would have to I would have to check. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's just as simple as like that was really cool. You can't do it forever. Yeah, you don't also you also don't necessarily need to replace it with something. I like Zoro's thing with having to like argue with his sword half the time yeah. but also i'm sure he won't be doing that forever <laughs> unless he somehow gets a an even thirstier sword after this oh what if uh by the end of this uh big mom turns enma into a homie homie that'd be pretty funny <laughs> um she does make a new homie in this section <laughs> we don't it's every really time funny. It, we regularly I, we've said this so many times that we don't talk enough about them being called homies even though we're probably talking about them more than most people but i think that's <laughs> why we say it is because more people need to be talking about it it's really funny it's such a funny thing that it's, it's, it's just there all the time i'm always thinking about it it's 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 such like an american word yeah i think that's it he oda's an american <laughs> Yeah. I mean, there is like that section of this where Queen just says a full sentence in English where he's like, yeah. goodbye, raccoon dog. <laughs> it's funny. I like it. <laughs> and then he just says it again in Japanese. Yeah. In case you didn't get it the first time. Because yeah. <laughs> Chopper doesn't speak English. Marco also is like kicking Queen every now and then to help out. And everyone's cheering them on, even the Animal Kingdom Pirates that used to be <laughs> under Queen. <laughs> yeah. Elsewhere, different Animal Kingdom pirates are trying to put out the fires, but Orochi just, like, cuts them down because he's spreading the fire intentionally. He's a bad man. Also, he's joined by uh, Fukurokuju, the, the ninja man with the long ears. Yeah, because I guess they, they were part of, Oda, of uh, Orochi's fighting force and not Kaido specifically, yeah. right? Now that he knows Orochi is alive, he's like, no, I guess I'll keep my loyalty here. I'm Even though he, like seemingly immediately flipped over to Kaido's side earlier. Yeah. And also he he does not have good 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 sense because that's the bad pick. I would not No <laughs> That's a terrible pick there. No, Kaido's fucking goaded with the sauce and <laughs> Orochi is like flame as shit. Yeah. He's fail. He's not based. <laughs> Incredibly cringe. Consistently ratioed by by his <laughs> friends. No riz. <laughs> Zero drip. <laughs> I don't know. What else does Zoomer say? Um, back up on the roof, they're still trying to figure out how to separate them. Like, how do we get rid of Big Mom specifically? I, th I don't know who asks. It's like, Law, can you not do that with your power? And he's like, no, their hockey's way too fucking strong. You to move them around. <laughs> so I guess that's addressed in case anyone See, I was would, wondering. <laughs> I would not have questioned it. I was just like, yeah, they're like... They're big! 
yeah, they're big or their their hockey's too powerful or whatever. I I don't need convincing that he can't just move the fucking twenty foot giant lady. Yeah, it also would be narratively unsatisfying <laughs> yeah. if he could just do that. Oh, <laughs> there's a there's a good gag. It's like let's see how this adventure went for Law's crew, and it's the big setup for uh, a fight against some devil fruit user on an island. And all he does is he throws a rock over the ocean and then switches the spot. The guy with the rock and wins. Yeah. <laughs> Can he move water with his fruit? Come on. <laughs> oh, good. That's a good question. Probably not. Big Mom and Kaido are like, what if we just collectively did one big attack? And they do it. <laughs> and it's so fucked up that like even Zoro's response is like, is this real life? Like, is this happening right now? And then his response to that is to solo take it. <laughs> so he's cool. Like, he's like, I'll block it and all of you can move away. No, nothing happened. He basically, he's still <laughs> moving around after this, barely. <laughs> but no, I mean, Zoro, similarly to Kaido, can take a fucking beating. <laughs> His skin's gonna be pretty strong by the end of uh, by the end of Wano. But yeah, so Luffy's like, all right, I'm gonna go immediately hit Kaido now. <laughs> Kaido dodges, and Luffy laughs because he's like, oh, that must mean that you know it hurts. And then immediately Kaido just hits him and <laughs> slams <laughs> him across and. <laughs> Like, Luffy's like, damn, that fucking hurt. Asshole. Yeah, that's basically the whole arc of this fight up here on the roof. It's just <laughs> yeah. Luffy being like, ha, this is fun, and then getting slammed into the ground repeatedly. Look, Kaido knows how much of a weirdo you have to be to enjoy this kind of stuff. He's one he's, of them. He's among them, yeah. He's been doing this a long time, and he's like, why aren't there any weirdos as weird as I am? <laughs> but he finally found some. So back uh, next episode, 1026, we go back inside. Orochi is still setting shit on fire and specifically looking for explosives in here. Then the Akazayan, however many of them are now, uh, run into him, and they argue about saving Wano and being loyal to Odin. So, uh, Orochi goes sicko mode, turns into Orochi. All the samurai just each start taking off heads until Kinemon gives him, like, a stern look, and he's like, oh, you look just like Odin did. And he just slices him down, seemingly for good? (laughs) We'll see. But, uh, he certainly, you know, seems pretty fucked up now, again. Or is this, how many heads can this man lose? I mean, I don't think completely, but I I do think it's really funny that, like, as soon as he started to transform, I was like, there's no way he knows how to use that. Like, he might be able to... Well, what do you do with it? it? Like, there's no way he could, like, use it effectively. Like, he could probably, like, intimidate civilians or maybe, like, the, the like, yeah. police force, but not any sort of trained real fighter. He can yeah. do anything. It looks cool. It looks scary. It's great for someone in his political position. But, yeah. It, yeah. It, it, combat? It seems like a terrible fruit. <laughs> yeah. What can you do with it? I, I think if it was in the hands of someone who who wasn't like a, a sniveling coward, it, it could work. But I, I guess I if like, you had like a man beast form or something, yeah, yeah, like it could be trained to that point. But there's no way he he did any sort of that. He just uses it to intimidate. Like Usopp, I bet could beat him. Yeah, probably. Yeah, he he would just launch like nine different uh super spicy stars into each mouth and yeah, done, dead, <laughs> fucking defeated. <laughs> Uh, his digestive tract cannot take it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, great, great point that he's definitely doesn't know what he's doing with the fruit. Yeah. Like, you'd probably do cool stuff if you were smart, but. I thought you were going to say Usopp would be good with the fruit. And I was like, <laughs> interesting pick of all the guys. Need to have a seed where it's, uh, it's Zoro. It's like this, 
uh, Kingdom Hearts screen, but it's Zoro and Chopper's the one yelling, <laughs> oh, yeah. get up on the Hydra's back. <laughs> yeah, of course. Classic. <laughs> Not even the fastest way to beat that butt. <laughs> but yeah, so they run ahead after maybe he's dead this time, killing him. Uh, but Rizo stays behind to fight off against the uh, the other ninja. And they stand here looking at each other in the fire for like, I don't know, a hundred years. You will see, you will like see episodes that check in on these two standing here like 20 times before you actually see them fight. It becomes like a kind of funny extended gag at a certain point. <laughs> and I think that's kind of on purpose, I, I, I think, but I, I, I don't know, just because of how long it goes on. Yeah. It is one of the last fights we see conclude. Don't feel like that's a spoiler because it's just dumb. So back up on the roof, you know, Kaido beating Luffy's ass. The other four are collectively uh, on the defensive <laughs> from Big Mom because it's kind of unfair that she has so many homies. Yeah. <laughs> and that there's just two giant people they got to fight. Yeah. None of them are giant. Even fucking year four, not that big. Whatever the hell kids thing is. Punk rotten, not that big. They got to get bigger. That's the secret. So Luffy wants to help the people on the defensive, but he can't because of Kaido. Kaido calls weak people useless. Zoro moves over here to protect an attack from Luffy. I don't know. They just keep trading around. Luffy's like, all right, I have a promise to keep. I have to beat your ass this time for real. And then they <laughs> fly around in the air with auras around them for a while. It's like the, the yellow aura, the gold aura and the purple aura. Yeah, the Super Saiyan. S- smash into each other yeah the super saiyan stuff it had to get here eventually how like how do you feel about it though like it's it's new for one piece it's it's ultimately like i mean a visual rep it has like a nice like visual representation of like opposing sides and stuff like purple and yellow are contrasting colors so it's a good visual thing i'm glad they did that instead of like blue and orange or something because that's what fucking everyone goes with the thing with that too is like I'm surprised luffy isn't red but yeah i i like the the auras because actually no i'm not i take it back we we've seen the big thing with Luffy training his hockey was to the, like not fully making contact thing. And on some of the punches we've seen, we see the aura hit, but not like the fist. Like we see Big Mom do that later. Yeah. Like it, it, it's it, tough it provides to visualize a good visual. Yeah. Otherwise. <laughs> it, it works really well in that sense that we get to see like something go there. Yeah. I, I don't mind it. Um, some people are really anti aura. They're like, all right, you just. Like, I can't see anything. The brightness is too high. But I, I think that people are a little overdramatic about it, especially because there's so much sick looking shit in these fights. Like, yeah, it, it's for these wide shots that are just honestly showing them going tit for tat in between the big moments that are polished more. So I, I don't mind it. But yeah, no, it is. It is, you know, new for One Piece, this sort of style. So I was curious what you thought about it. I think you make a great call though on the on the colors though. I think it's particularly good for for these people fighting because we saw some red auras when he fought Doflamingo and there was just like their conquerors hockey clashing. There was a lot of red there, and now Luffy's like this sort of gold, shiny, bright sun of happiness. <laughs> Where was that picture of uh, him being like this bright sun and Law being like a tired emo next to him? <laughs> So they do that. <laughs> Big Mom and Zoro are just kind of there. They're also like mixing into the fight. Luffy gets like knocked back. And I love this because the music stops playing for a minute. And then 
Law and Kid like grab Luffy and launch him. Like they each grab an arm and launch him back forward and the music comes back, which is obviously that's a scene that's in the opening as well. But um, I love that they actually do it in the episode. It's, it's honestly so funny to even imagine Law and Kid being like, yeah, we have to like hold down Luffy so he can bounce back into the fight. <laughs> Kid especially. Law, yeah. I buy it now. It's, it, it, I do like this. Just <laughs> for the opening, it's just color graded to not look scary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, in the, in the opening, because they, they're launching him into the beautiful sky with his friends. Yeah. But, I mean, that is a really cool, really cool move. It is. Like, anytime Law swaps people with uh, something for a move, it's sick. I, I really think about how they did that right away against Del Flamingo, then Law's pissed. He's like, that was going to be our, like, trump card. That was how we were going to win. And, but no, at Luffy, <laughs> I think... Is Luffy having to run straight ahead, I think, is great for the audience of the show who also just want to see the cool shit right away. And I think that's how you get a fight like this that's just so over the top, auras flying at each other, everyone pulling out their best shit, and then it doesn't work. They have to recuperate afterwards, and then the real fights will be a little bit later. Um, I think it does play well to that audience sensibility of why wouldn't you want to see Law do a big switcheroo right away? You yeah. want to see Law do a big switcheroo. So I think it's cool. No, I think I think I think it works out well. Uh but yeah, so Luffy does another big red something. I don't know if it's a red rock, red hawk or what. Um then Kaido <laughs> hits him back. And then uh the rest of this episode is a particularly cool sequence of everyone else teaming up to get the fuck rid of Big Mom. Uh so Kid locks up Zeus in a cage. And then also later bullies him. Is like, ha, you can't go back to your mom, you fucking idiot loser. Like, he's really mean to Zeus in there, which I think it's great. I think it's great that we see Kid go back to being the awful, terrible person he's supposed to be, canonically. Uh, Zoro also slices up Prometheus. Killer attacks Napoleon for a while. So all of this so that way they can actually fight Big Mom for real, which Kid then does with, again, trapping her in metal and using Repel to launch her into the sky. Law launches a boulder, Zoro slices it, and collectively they all push her the fuck off of Oh, guy, she falls she, into the ocean. She drowns. We never see her again. <laughs> Can you imagine if this was just the end of Big Mom? <laughs> that would be. I mean, someone's gotta gotta be gotten rid of that that hilariously, right? <laughs> yeah, it'd be funny. Oh, maybe that's gonna that'll happen to Spandam. Maybe that'll happen to Spandam, like in the middle of a fight between uh, Blackbeard and Luffy. Spandam will try and get in, and then they'll just boot him off the ledge. <laughs> yeah, they actually <laughs> team up together. <laughs> He'll fall down and drown and die like the idiot bitch he is. Yeah, it's just a whole episode of him drowning and suffering <laughs> and screaming. Yeah, so 1027, Big Mom plummets to the sea while Kid bullies Zeus. Zoro keeps slicing up Prometheus so he can't follow, but uh, eventually he like sort of gets away and Zoro's like, hey, should we do something about that? And Law's like, I think it's maybe more important to make sure someone doesn't die here. Uh, which he's talking about Luffy, who is entirely unconscious now from the last time he was hit in the last episode. Law is also worried about Zoro, who's like broken at least 20 or 30 bones from a sword slash that he took directly to the fucking face. And also Zoro's going to keep doing shit like Zoro's like still not done. <laughs> but uh, so he lets Prometheus get away and Prometheus does go and save Big Mom. But why can homies go in water, especially the sun one? That's just how powerful homies are. Why are homies so powerful? It's, you know, there's something that I was thinking about is like, 
there's a chance we talked about this already, but I'm starting to think like if if Big Mom like got knocked out or anything, I I don't think the homies would go away. Maybe she died, but like if she died, definitely. But I mean, like when she was knocked out and like lost her memory, they were like inactive. But like her hat didn't stop being alive; it just was asleep the whole time. Yeah, but I I I think well, I think of like um with Moria how one to to like get the shadows back, you had to knock them out. But I don't think that would happen with the homies in that same sense. Like people wouldn't get their soul chunks back from her. No, I guess not. I don't know. Yeah, it almost feels like a fucked up caveat. Maybe she's just that strong. It it could be something to do. Uh, it, that that's a scary thing to get into. Is like if if someone with like crazy hockey has a fruit, is the fruit going to inherently be better? Like if well, if uh, Moria was as strong as Big Mom, would that have worked? <laughs> I do think you're much maybe you think onto about. something. <laughs> Because obviously Luffy's fruit, he's able to use hockey to like infuse yeah. into gear four and, and all of this other stuff. I don't know. Yeah, there's there's some some crazy shit with like hockey and willpower and how it turns into other shit. There was like a whole Reddit thread I recently read of like, does hockey turn into fire? Is that how like certain people can just make fire happen like <laughs> Luffy and Sanji? Is, like, willpower able to just be ter- fully turned into flame? I don't think that's probably true. But I think they're, like, Sanji spins so fast, but then he stopped spinning, and now he can just do it on command. I think it's just a, a cartoon. But I don't know. I do think hockey definitely has something to do with it and probably would have changed the Moria fight if he was showing up now or if Moria's power was attached to a Yonko, I'm sure you probably would have to defeat him more significantly to get rid of the shadows rather than just knock him unconscious. Speculate wildly. If there's, if someone knows why homies can go in water, especially the fire one, then uh, chime in. Oh, maybe she could make a water homie. Are the cloud homies technically water? Oh, no. <laughs> That's a good point. Oh, no. <laughs> Locked after 5,000 patients. <laughs> yeah. Is Zeus a libertarian? Uh, anyways, yeah. So Prometheus and Napoleon go to Big Mom, and obviously Zeus is still trapped in the cage. So she's like, well, fuck that guy. I'm replacing him. And Prometheus is like, hey, what if you made me a girlfriend? <laughs> Which I think is so dumb and funny. It's really, especially the payoff later with <laughs> Yeah, I mean, she does this. She's like, all right, fine. And she makes a new lightning cloud that's sexy. I, I do like that she has... This means that she could also, like, just decide the gender of a homie if she wants it to be gendered. Because most of them have been, like, for the most part, just uh, given, like, a face to an object. The few times we've seen him is, like, that one tree one's uh, girlfriend, which was just a sexy tree lady. Yeah. <laughs> No, I, I do think like Zeus, probably. Napoleon, and Prometheus are given, like, masculinity, but I think for the most part, they've all just kind of been objects with faces. But yeah, no, I guess she can decide. What if she was like, I don't know, I'll do my best. You have to date whoever I generate, whoever I fucking, <laughs> whatever I generate in this fucking randomizer. Proc gen girlfriend. <laughs> but yeah, so she's flying back up to Onigashima. The heart pirates are watching from the sea. They want to go help. How the fuck are they going to do that? I don't know. 
uh, Zoro's like, this might be the last thing I do. Ever. <laughs> and he does a new attack move, which is a new fucking Asura's Wrath thing. Did you think you would ever see Zoro have three heads and nine swords ever again? Uh, I mean, I, you know, I didn't think about it too much, but, you know, for his, like, big, big, big attacks, it always feels like it's a, like, one-off thing, you know? For Zoro, at least, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you would think you'd get the, the attacks back, but all those, like, basic ones get used more. It is cool that this is a very cool one that he just... <laughs> they don't even explain it as, like, he's so fast, because that's how they explain, like, after images and, like, a lot of shonen is just they're so fast that that's all you can see yeah but <laughs> Zoros, yeah he just like kind of has them <laughs> yeah i don't know it's very cool maybe he's a demon <laughs> who knows look he needs to combine that with like his 500 gorillas yes that's true because he, he should be able to make his neck thick to swing his mouth sword harder uh but anyways yeah so he goes he does this attack to kaido i think a lot of people were excited to see him do this thing again after i don't know 20 years but he actually gives Kaido a new fucking scar, yeah. which is crazy. It actually extends his previous scar, I think you see eventually. And Kaido was like, do you have Conqueror's Hockey? What the fuck? And you know how to imbue it into your sword? And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And then he falls down. <laughs> this sounds fake. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Good night. Uh, so Lost and, and uh, is going to try and save him and gets knocked down. Luffy is... Uh, Still determined to win. He doesn't get to decide to win, though. It's the real problem. <laughs> so, bad 10, 28. Big Mom makes a sexy cloud. And she gets revenge on Kid and Killer and, like, slams them <laughs> through, like, 20 walls. <laughs> yeah. We'll find them eventually in one of these always. <laughs> uh, Usopp and Nami are trying to get away from page one. Big Mom is also inside looking for Kid and Killer. And... Kid and Killer are like, we should try and find her and keep her inside and, like, fight her in here. And Killer is just, like, thinking about how much he loves Kid when <laughs> Hawkins shows up. And he's like, I'll kill Hawkins. Go ahead, Kid. Kaido on the roof calls Luffy impulsive. Luffy thinks about mastering Ryo. He's, he seems to, he talks, says something. He's, like, realizing that Kaido infused attacks with Conqueror's hockey. And Kaido's like, oh, cool. Well, knowing that isn't going to help you win. And then continues to beat the shit out of luffy we get a cool sequence of luffy like remembering every hardship he's had and there's a line that plays over this from hyogora about being stronger through hardship or whatever or in crisis and then luffy does um some attacks on kaido and they don't connect like they don't actually touch him but they blast him back with all of the the rio hockey he's using he like knocks him back and then does like a sick uppercut afterwards and Law's, like, watching it, and he's like, the punch didn't even touch him. <laughs> Love that Law's just, like, a cool fan right now. He knows. He's After all this time with Luffy, it's you can't help but be charmed. Even the coolest goth guys will get charmed by the, the sincere rubber boy. That's the power of the rubber boy, though. Luffy then says, he, like, thanks Zoro and Law for protecting him and says, you know, I got this. You guys go back downstairs. Zoro's, like, dead. So uh, he's not responding. But Law will pick him up and take him downstairs. So now we're going to skip the Uta filler. Go to 1031. We got three episodes left to talk about. We're past the two hour mark. So shout out to me editing this. Tired. Uh, but 1031. After Kid was knocked inside, Zeus escaped. When Law takes Zoro inside, he also takes Zeus. 
sort of to keep him away from Big Mom. <laughs> it actually does the opposite, I guess, but that's fine. Uh, so Luffy and Kaido keep clashing. Momo is, again, still connected to how Luffy's feeling. Kinemon is talking to Shinobu over the snail, trying to meet up with them to help Momonosuke. And uh, Yamato is like, I'm going to go, I'm going to make a decoy of you in my shirt and then go fight my dad. <laughs> and they're like, okay, sure, whatever. Kinemon's coming to get us, we'll be fine. Uh, Nami and Usopp are still dealing with page one. And Otama's trying to get the, the performance floor. This is big scene of her, you know, not, she's like, I need to help people. I need to do something. I don't care what happens to me. And Usopp's sort of like, don't talk like that. This fight's far from over. What are you doing? Her, her mood kind of changes. Nami and Usopp are defending her. And uh, they run into Big Mom. Oh, no. And also, we get some new eye catches. After uh, the last ones, I don't think we're around for that long. But there's like two new settings. And then they end with like a little like, I don't know if it's supposed to be a tarot card or uh, there's there's probably a specific cultural thing this is referencing. But it's like a card with like one has Luffy on it with a boar, one has Zoro drinking, and I think there's a bird there. I think they're uh, Hanafuda cards. Taking your word for it. That's uh that's what Nintendo got their start making in like the late 1800s is making oh, like neat. playing cards. Maybe that's it. I, I I trust you if that's what you think there. Um, <laughs> we will eventually see more Straw Hats and other characters get them though. Which has been a while since we've had eye catches that did that, <laughs> like had variety. But anyways, back to Big Mom. Obviously, Nami and Usopp are scared shitless, but if you remember, she's best friends with Otama. Yeah. I don't know if you actually did remember that, but it's very funny when Otama walks out and is like, Linlin, my friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I didn't consider that this would uh, come back in any way. <laughs> That's a fair consideration. I because her memory's <laughs> back, but she's still like, Otama, my best friend. <laughs> you, you gave me some really good food, and even though there's a little bit of it, I, I love you forever. Yeah, she's like, what how is everyone in the town? And she's like, it's fucking destroyed because of Kaido. <laughs> and she's like, I'm so mad, I'm gonna kill the next person I see in Kaido's crew, and page one rolls up. <laughs> is, is this her, her motherly instinct? Because she has 42,000 children. Yes. <laughs> Uh, be, I, that's literally what Prometheus says. She's like, he's like, oh, she goes into this when she talks to someone under ten, <laughs> which I never would have questioned. I never thought about what Otama's age was, but I guess she's under ten. <laughs> but you know, she fucking levels out what's his name, Page One, but then also like Ulti sees it, which then <laughs> makes her mad. That that's something that's fun about uh, Ulti getting that mad about stuff related to Page One, and she's just like, yeah, I'll take down Big Mom. <laughs> Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> We're enemies now. Uh, the big attack also gets kids and Zeus's attention, so they're gonna they're making their way here. One of them sooner than the other. It's also basically like Otama six big mom. Like Otama's the one that like th they're in Kaido's crew. Get them, stop them, please. And it works. <laughs> Nami and Usopp try that in the next episode. It does not work. Very funny sequence. Get there in a second because we're going into ten thirty two. Where Izo, Izo and Kiku catch up a little bit. <laughs> They're like, hey, how, how's your uh, cut-off arm doing? And she's like, oh, you know, samurai and how they deal with pain. It just itches. Just like my heart did when you left me. <laughs> the pain of losing Odin was way worse than yeah. than the, my losing my arm. It's fine. Yeah, Izo apologizes for, for leaving. But Kiku's like, look, I understand. 
I also would have followed Odin and protected him if this roles were reversed. And then I'm like, but what about staying with Whitebeard forever after that? That's my <laughs> question. It's not about Odin. Why didn't you come back with Odin? Yeah, that that was really weird. <laughs> because they just they were just kind of like, yeah, Izo liked it there. So he, he just stuck around. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Whatever. <laughs> uh, but Kiku's determined to actually get Kanjuro this time. Cat Viper is somewhere else, runs into uh, Shishilian, and is like, hey, do you remember when Pedro fucking died and they show you him exploding again? <laughs> Fourth time, I think, in the section that we're discussing. And Cat Viper was like, no, I didn't do know that, but I'm going to go kill Pero Sparrow now. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for filling me in on the flashback that everyone else but me has seen. I don't know how he missed it. They played it <laughs> so many times. So many times. They just, he won't stop exploding. So he's out to deal with that. Yamino made the dummy of Momo and is going to run off and be a distraction. Momonosuke says Luffy's getting very tired, but now they're just one-on-one up there. And he starts to read his dad's journal. I don't know why he's doing that right now, but he's just like, <laughs> eh, some light reading. Gotta kill some time. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Waiting on Kingdom to pick him up from school. I mean, there's got to be some kind of good info for him in there, right? Like a secret? Yeah, this is how I would have killed Kaido if I did it. <laughs> if I did it by Odin. <laughs> 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 so Kaido talks about smiling when fighting. This is how you know he's a real sicko. Back inside, we see Sanji now carrying around a bandaged Zoro. Now, even though I've seen this before... I had the immediate instinct of, oh, did I skip something? <laughs> did, did you have that? <laughs> or because you just immediately see Sanji carrying around this like crucified, like significantly bandaged, <laughs> massive Zoro. You eventually see a flashback of him bandaging him, but you start here. You know, I I, I figured I'd, I'd like get a heads up on it. Was like, I, I don't know, some point he went and helped Zoro. <laughs> It is It is just really funny to see him, like, tied up like that gigantic. He looks like Wolfwood from uh, Trigun, who has the giant, like, cross. Yes, a lot, of, a lot of people made that comparison when it first. <laughs> That's really up. funny. I don't know if it's an intentional reference, but everyone immediately thought about it. <laughs> I, I don't know Trigun. I just know that that's the name of the media that I saw compared to it a bunch. But yeah, so we'll see a little bit how that happened. Chopper's still fighting Queen, but he's taking candy arrows from Paris Barrow, who's here now. Fuck this guy. Hate this guy so much. Ulti's just like, I'm going to fight you, Big Mom. Nami's like, Big Mom, help us. Big Mom's like, fuck off. And then Nami's like, Ulti, we're on the same side now. Help us fight Big Mom. That doesn't work either. So first Ulti takes down Komachio, is like kicking him wild down. And Otama like stands up to her, like grabs her tail and is like, no, stop it. And then she hits Otama. And that's, no one ha- is happy about that. That pisses off Nami and Big Bomb. Everyone's got motherly instincts now. So Nami shocks Ulti and knocks her back. We'll see her do a little bit more in a minute. Uh, in the next episode, the last one we're discussing, 1033. Uh, it starts with a weird clip of, like, Kaido's point of view when he puts a hand on his face. You'll see it again at the end of the episode. People were really confused by this for some reason when this episode came out. I don't know why. It's not that complicated. <laughs> it's just like an interesting shot, I guess. If you have any thoughts, weigh in. No, not really. Okay, great. <laughs> I'm trying, guys. <laughs> uh, so we see more Sanji carrying around Zoro. In his sleep, Zoro keeps saying shit. <laughs> it's, it's really funny. He asks for a drink. 
and uh, we get a flashback to Sanji, like literally looking for something to do. <laughs> he there, he watches Kid do some really cool shit, which also again a random moment that is just really polished. I love this too because it like shows him like sucking up all of these weapons, but like the pirates are still holding them when they attach to his arm, and then they get then he flings his arm to send them flying. Just a cool little series of events. He's just watching this. I don't know. Sanji's just watching. <laughs> and Law teleports right above him, and Sanji catches them. <laughs> and he continues to hold them for a little while. He wishes it was a hot babe on his shoulders instead. Yeah, it's interesting because that means Zeus appeared right next to Kid, but <laughs> still gets to Big Mom so much faster than Kid does. Because Kid runs into Hawkins. Zeus just goes straight to Big Mom. Uh, but anyways, yeah, so Sanji, uh, Sanji sees Zeus and is like, where's Nami? And Nami's like, or, or, or Zeus is like, I don't know. I don't know where anybody is and runs away. <laughs> Scared shitless. La tells Sanji to take care of Zoro. He's like, I'm leaving him with you. He's got like at least 30 broken bones. Bandage him, put him in splints. I don't know. Leave. Goodbye. And he just disappears. And cause he's got to go fight big mom as well. Law going the opposite direction as kid. <laughs> I'm sure they'll all wind up in the right spot. Uh, so we do get we do see Sanji wrap up Zoro. This scene has done so much for the community. I gotta be honest. <laughs> I, I was thinking that <laughs> there's a uh, I think it's Meldenar who's who did the fan art in our uh, Discord of of yeah. them being tied up or of, of uh, <laughs> Sanji wrapping up. Zoro like this and I love the exchange too because it's like do you know how to do bandages at all and he's like I don't know I know how to wrap up a ham and Zoro's <laughs> like am I just a ham to you <laughs> which is just such a funny exchange but then yes he's just carrying him around wrapped up like this <laughs> Sanji's carrying the sleepy man he runs into Izo and Kawamatsu Zoro's like go to the performance floor that's the best place to be useful they ask why he's sleeping we go back to Luffy and Kaido Kaido's having fun. Luffy does an insane-looking red rock. <laughs> Kaido just knocks him aside anyway. He's like, it's boring not having anyone stronger than you. What are you supposed to look forward to? What are you supposed to do? <laughs> this is why I had tried to fall off of Sky Islands to die, and it didn't work. <laughs> just how many, like, budget-destroying punches can, can he take? <laughs> the number will shock you. <laughs> Luffy's like, look, I'm determined to free Wano. I'm going to do it. We're going to fight. So after the eye catch, we go back to Nami scurrying off against Ulti. She immediately, like, Ulti immediately just grabs Nami and has the upper hand. Like, Nami's strong. These dinosaur Toby Ropo are also very, very strong. But at this point, Big Mom does a new sick move and, like, shoots a beam through Ulti. This is the first time you see the new Cloud also. <laughs> yeah. Which I don't know that we catch her name yet, but... Um, it's... No, we do get it. It's... Oh, okay. Uh... Hera. Hera, okay. She's a sexy cloud lady. Prometheus made this whole deal. He's like, I could be so much stronger if I wasn't held back by Zeus. And that's, I guess, true because he like combines with Napoleon and, and Hera now to, to make this big new attack. Fucks up Ulti pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. That's a shame, you know? Rip, rip Ulti. But you hit a kid. U Ulti will be back in uh, Avengers Endgame. I hope so. <laughs> I hope Ulti's playable in Pirate Warriors 5. All of the Toby Ropa. I want to be in, I want to turn into so many dinosaurs in that game. <laughs> Nami sees Zeus but ignores him. Zeus sees the new cloud and is like, I've been replaced. And he tries to talk to Big Mom and is like, there's four of us now. And she's like, no, 
there's three of us. You're useless. I hate you. And Zeus is like, can I go back to Nami? And she ignores him because uh, he tried to kill her. And he's like, yeah, I guess I tried to kill you. <laughs> um, so we'll see more of that next time, I guess. We go back up to the roof, though, for the end of the episode. Uh, Luffy and Kaido still going back at it. Looks great. Kaido is like, I think this is over. And Luffy's like, no, I still got so much gas in the tank. And he's like smiling. And then he gets punched and launched off the island. Ka- then you get the POV shot again of Kaido like putting his hand on his head. He's like, I should have just like beheaded him <laughs> yeah. or something, like actually killed him. Now he's like, who knows what's going to happen to this kid? I got too excited. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I had too much fun. Damn it. <laughs> that is where we're ending it this time with, uh, with <laughs> Luffy doing all of his roof fights and then getting launched into the sea. How's he going to make it out of this one? He doesn't have a homie. He doesn't. I guess we'll we'll have to wait and see what uh what's gonna happen. It might be a little harder to guess if we didn't watch eighteen episodes in a row. I feel like when you binge it like this and you talk about them all back to back, you can probably piece together <laughs> a little quicker. Whereas if you're watching these week to week, you probably forgot about something. <laughs> yeah. So we'll we'll see how right you are when we do our or not our your predictions. At the yeah, end they're of the mine, not yours. I have no claim to these things. <laughs> I'm not smart enough. Take this away from me. That's <laughs> <laughs> all not... I have. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll do the predictions at the end, as always. Uh, but we'll do it after our plugs and the patron shoutouts. So stick around, as you always do. A lot of people in the Discord recently were like, "We listen." I promise. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your service. Anyways, Dory, where could people find you on the internet if they wanted to hire you? That'd be really funny if I started plugging my LinkedIn. That wouldn't be funny. Podcast. Uh, you can find me anywhere. I'm uh, cool with people following me with at Jory, uh, Letterboxd, Twitter, uh, videos on YouTube, I think, pop up if you type that in. Tumblr, even though I post there like once every seven months. It's a, it's a glorified portfolio, portfolio, even though I have a portfolio website. There you can see uh, various... Uh, posts from me about uh, a video game or my dog or um something uh, only good content i only do the good posts that's where you go to my feed for the good ones i don't put the bad ones on there just the good ones thank god lord knows there's a lot of bad ones out there where can we find you uh well i do have twitter which is ghost of joe spelled ghost of j-o i don't really have anything Really going on right now. If you haven't watched the trailer for the documentary I made, you can go find it there and watch it. But uh, <laughs> nothing really specific to plug beyond that right now. If you want to stay tuned for when that changes, you can hit the follow button. That's what yeah. that's for. Uh, but other than that, nothing to plug. And you can find the Twitter for the show at We Are Watching OP in the description. And also in the show notes, you can find links to our Discord that we reference all the time that you can join. Uh, you can find a link to our Patreon, where uh, for a dollar a month or more, thank you everybody who does more, uh, but you can get these episodes a couple days early. Not sure how much early once we go weekly, but, you know, figure that out when we get there. Uh, we also shout out everyone's names of the patrons in these episodes. This time it'll be Jory's turn. So, uh, Jory, if you just want to real quick off the dome, don't look it up. Yeah, I don't. I know. I- I know you haven't memorized this. Yeah. <laughs> even, even though it changes sometimes, I know you haven't memorized. Yeah. Uh, if you want to on, live on the podcast, just, you know, run through them. Go. Live reading uh, right here, right now. Thank you to A to Z couple. 
Adam, Anton, Becca, Brittany, Cappy, Captain Moke, Chad, Connor, Damien, David, Deus Aqueous, Eric V, Fig, Forrest, Fooney, Gage, Heidi, Jay Harkins, Jacob, James, Joe, Josh, Cat, D, Ken, King Solomander, formerly the real Jory, thank you, Kyle Grant, Lena, Lucas, Luke, Maddie, Maggie, Mallory, Martha, McFoley299, Milo, Morgan, my buddy, Nick, Peter, Phoenix Ryu, Rashawn, Riley, Rodsters, Ryan, Escried, Scried, like the anime, right? Snowy Scales, Spandan, ooh, that's close. Steven, Taniel, the Cat Fangs, Tony, Trey, Van, Vitake, Vertigree, and Ya Boy. Damn. Like clockwork every time. It's impressive. This is this is really what, what people are uh patronizing us for. Is that the right term? I don't know. Giving us money. <laughs> <laughs> They're patrons for yeah. Patrons of the arts. Just kidding. Podcasts aren't art. <laughs> Do we have anything else to plug? I don't think so. We mentioned the Discord. You can find the Discord. Chat with us about episodes. Uh, like we mentioned, uh, we got card game stuff. Uh, we've got got an art channel where, like I mentioned, Meldnar puts posts a lot of cool art in there, uh, based off of just like quick things we say on. It gives them art inspiration, which is yeah. Sometimes they very tweet cool. it. And we uh, retweet it as well too. So if you're yeah not on Discord for some reason. I get it. It's a gamer app. <laughs> it's trying really hard not to be. It's trying to rebrand. I don't know that it's working. It's, uh, let me tell you, the, the uh, change to have, like, threads and stuff, uh, those don't work too well. I don't, I don't think so either. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think, that's, I think that's it for the plugs. Also, next episode will be out sooner than usual because we're trying to hit a certain schedule for July, um, yeah. and we were a week behind in June, so just you know, rip to how much I have to edit. <laughs> Do it all for you. Very excited to be caught up. Very excited to go weekly. Thanks to everybody who's listened this whole time and stuck with us. But that's it. Jory, what is going to happen next? Um, As Luffy's, Luffy's falling off of Onigashima, um, we're going to see Marco get like kicked through the, through the uh, structure in the island to fly out. It's going to be kicked by a combination attack from King, Queen, and Jack. They'll call it like a royal flush. Pretty funny. As, as their attack, because uh, they, they've got the card game. They've got have the card theme to it. Uh, he's going to, fl- he, as he's flying out, he's going to recover and see that Luffy's falling. So he's going to catch Luffy. He's going to take him back up to uh, fight Kaido. And then he's going to use his Phoenix Flames to give Luffy energy again. Because I'm going to pretend he can do that because he's a doctor. And, sure, yeah. <laughs> and, and then that's also going to imbue all of Luffy's attacks with real fire. So it's like Luffy's going to be carrying Ace with him because he's on fire while fighting Kaido for real this time. Mm-hmm. You're uh, eerily gonna- close to a, the terrible, I don't know if it's a Reddit post or a tweet, though. That's like, Marco's going to die and give Luffy his fruit, and then he's going to defeat Blackbeard with uh, the Phoenix Wings. <laughs> <laughs> just immediately what i thought of when you started doing your your predictions it's uh it's gonna make his like punches hot enough to like melt uh kaido's scales sick the last punch is gonna it gets really dark it's like a grave of the F- fireflies type thing it gets like mm. really gruesome for a little bit don't know how they cleared that with japanese tv sensors but they did yeah no i mean they're just like well one piece gets the pass <laughs> yeah 
Uh, but yeah, that's all true. That's all going to happen next time. Stay tuned to listen to us cover that in like a week in July. Happy Pride Month to Yamato and Okiku and Ace and Luffy and everyone else because everyone in One Piece is trans and gay. <laughs> and uh, we'll be back in July to, um, I don't know. There's no holidays in July. I get a couple days off at the beginning of the month, but I don't know why. There's Anyways. A, there, there's a firework day. Come on. Oh, yeah. The scare my animals day. Love that. Yeah. Oh, I wonder how that's going to be. And I've always lived in a small place for that. I wonder how that's going to be in a big city. Like in the city, city. I live like in the city. I don't live in, oh, like, yeah. in the outskirts or anything. Oh, no. Well, I <laughs> am sending you my condolences or my hope, whatever you need for, for rain. Um, but that's that can happen off mic. Uh, until next time. <laughs> to be... Continue. Continue.